0: so hello hello welcome to the eddie conversation podcast episode number 33 my name is eddie v hill and i am your host um today i am joined by brooke darwin oh yes thanks for being or i'm i'm at you're your place here thank you for being yes, here i'm happy to be here so thanks for being on um my pleasure I will start with, I haven't tried this yet.
1: Oh, you didn't? You saved it for the saved, <laughs> saved
0: it for, it for the, the camera. camera. <laughs> I wanted to do a little, all right, see, if you if you wouldn't mind, um, okay, so pretty much, if you're watching the video, this is also available in audio form as well, both form, either way, regardless, subscribe. Okay, uh, that's out <laughs> of the way. Um, your places beautiful thank you and uh you mentioned during uh when we're getting ready and stuff you yeah. talked about getting some yuppie stuff during uh <laughs> during a lockdown and whatnot so you're you're making me a thing if you want to if...
1: well typically you wouldn't need the yuppie stuff to make this i did throw it in oh, okay. this is just a oat milk matcha latte but i because um, <laughs> he doesn't drink coffee yeah absurd no coffee um, but is it, is it okay? Oh. Did you, you didn't even?
0: I tasted it, and I was like, it is. It's, it's decent. It's, yeah, it's great.
1: Well, yeah, if it was bad, you'd be like. Mm. Well, we'll see if he keeps
0: drinking No, I'll it. finish it. It's great. <laughs> All right, yeah. That's
1: how um, I know if I've cooked a good meal if Chase goes back for seconds. Mm. I'm offended if he does oh, just
0: <laughs> And he knows this, yeah. So I would feel like he would just go for seconds. Just
1: fill yourself up first.
0: Make yes. your wife feel good. yes. Um, yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, I did, but I made that in the. I made that in the. Like what just did I hold get? On to the it. Uh, Blendtec. The Blendtec was the blender. Yeah. It was quite. It was uh, quite an expensive blender. But we we decided in the pandemic. Can I cuss?
0: Sure.
1: Chase was like, "Life's too short to have shitty appliances," okay. and it, it's so true. It's like I mean, we live shitty, in shitty.
0: Shitty was your cuss word. Shitty was cuss <laughs> <husband. laughs> All right, great. I
1: don't typically. I'm not so vulgar. All right. Now,
0: now that was you <laughs> quoting another person. So. Um, yeah.
1: So uh, I threw that in the Blunt Tech, though, because I didn't have a whisk to. Typically, you would whisk the matcha. Okay. Anyway.
0: I like that, that motto, I guess. Listen, I don't know.
1: it's a good. This is why, I mean, we have shitty cars, and we live in a one bedroom apartment that's rent controlled, and we've been here for a decade because oh, dang. it's rent controlled. Um, but we have a very nice vacuum and a very nice blender. I also got my KitchenAid during the pandemic. Like we just got a lot of, I think a lot of people did that during the pandemic.
0: Got the KitchenAid?
1: The KitchenAid for <laughs> sure. No, just the, you know, made themselves oh, comfortable okay, in there. okay, because now
0: you actually have to, uh, well, it was different because well, stuck you're here. stuck.
1: In, yeah. yeah.
0: So, tell me about the cars. Why should he... Uh, isn't a car an appliance?
1: A car? Well, yeah, I guess why? so. Well, the cars... I don't know. I don't, neither to, of us are into cars.
0: Until you have to live in the car for I a year. I just think it's so
1: funny when you see people in L.A. Like, sure. we have people that live in this complex that... There was one guy, he was the asshole. He's like, literally, he was awful. Um, No social skills. But he drove an Escalade. And then he lived in this, like, apartment in the back. And it's like, I see people in L.A. doing that all the time. They live in, like, I'm going to offend so many people because I think this is a way of life. They have really, really nice cars. And then they live in these, like, dumps. And I would just (laughs) rather put my money toward... You know, making the my, dump not a dump. Ma- yeah, exactly. Making the dump <laughs> a little less dumpy. Um, also, like car insurance is so. Both of our cars are paid off, and uh, car insurance is so much cheaper for like an old car.
0: Mm-hmm. If you get
1: a new car, you have a car payment, and then you have car insurance. You're paying like eight hundred dollars a month just for the stupid car.
0: Right.
1: Put that toward a house or the stock market. Yeah, much better use. Of your mo- Warren Buffett drives like a very modest car. I'm
0: a fan. I'm a fan of that thought process. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, you understand the whole um, where they're coming from on the nice car, right? Like you get, I mean, you get the you're... mentality. No.
1: No. Okay. Because you're being seen well, in the
0: car. Yeah, because let's say you you're an actor.
1: Yeah.
0: When you go to set, <laughs> yeah, and the producers see you driving your car, yeah. They're not going to see where you live. They're more likely to see what you're driving. Right. So if you need that point of reference for how think, well you're doing, yeah.
1: I think my personality makes up
0: for the car. <laughs> no, I no. <laughs> I. I'm not I, saying you I'm get bar- out of the
1: car and then. Oh well, I'll park down the street too. If it's like a fancy situation,
0: I'll <laughs> avoid. Hide. I'll You'll avoid hide.
1: be like pulling up in the car. I'm actually driving my mom's car that was keyed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't me. Oh, I just hit the... That's probably going to be fine. a big boom. It's fine. It wasn't me. Um, I She made an enemy at work.
0: <laughs> oh, it's okay. All it right. wasn't really
1: her fault either. This guy was just like a psycho, and it, she came out one day, and her car was keyed.
0: Like one line through the door? Or? Big
1: line on okay. the passenger side. But not like... Like oh no! But no no! Not a bunch of them, but like one line, like from the front of the car to oh, okay. the back that's of the car. The classic
0: walk by swipe.
1: Classic key <laughs> swipe. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's the car I drive now. I don't. I mean, I don't really care that much.
0: I don't either. It takes,
1: takes a lot to embarrass me now.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll say as well. I don't know. We're on the same page about it, so it's not. You feel serious, that way about not, the cars? Yeah. I just barely bought my first car. Oh um like a couple weeks ago otherwise it's been like yeah sure but about an old used one an older 2012 or something okay and uh very cheap but either way i avoided it for a long time because i don't care about yeah it's like i don't know did i, I had epi- a thought there but did you
1: see the episode of curb where um nope. jeff do you
0: watch curb i've only seen like one or two episodes
1: <gasps> you gotta watch it you gotta watch That's it's HBO, so right? good yeah um, Jeff gets offended that Larry did. He's like, that's a sit down with him. He's like, I gotta, okay. I'm offended that you didn't uh, say congratulations on my car. Like, he, got, he gets this new, mm. I think it's like a vintage car, actually. And okay. he's like, "He didn't say congratulations on my car. It's like a problem between those. It's pretty funny. It's
0: great. What I was <laughs> gonna say, I remembered my thought, is in the industry that we, we work and live in, I do feel like it is more on, ideally, how you perform in the job that you have versus what, you, what you're driving that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah, that, that you showed up and you were awesome and you are great to work with yeah. and who cares what you came to work in. Yeah. But that's, I mean, we're in Los Angeles, so of course it's, it's different. It's
1: a thing. Yeah.
0: For, for certain people. All right, so let's jump into talking a little bit about you. We'll go through some stuff. So you, you are a. Do uh, you have yourself described on your social medias? <laughs> as uh, you have a couple of things, you have some nice fun asides, um, but for primarily you describe yourself as a comedian yeah. actor.
1: Yeah, I would probably say like uh, actor writer now.
0: Actor writer yeah. now versus:
1: I mean, I feel like if you're a comedian and a writer are the same thing to me. Wow. I I feel like I honed my writing skills when I started doing stand up.
0: Well, a comedian requires writing, right. but writing doesn't. You require to go out and perform.
1: That's true. I guess comedian's better than yeah. Let's say.
0: <laughs> well, co- yeah. I did
1: also, but I mean, I write. I write. I write films. We have actually. I don't think you know. It's all very like.
0: Yeah! Yeah, tell me. We have
1: meetings about like about to be set up for a teaser. Well, we wrote a pilot and we filmed a teaser. Right before the pandemic, yes. I was
0: going to ask you about. I'll have that. to send
1: it to you. It's very good.
0: Okay.
1: Great. Um, and uh, we have a producer on board, and so he is setting up the meetings to pitch it to the networks.
0: great to try exciting. and sell it.
1: Yeah. So, so I I write. So
0: you write. Yeah. And you've been writing for so why it feels like it's a recent shift. Is it a recent shift? Because yeah,
1: I guess like probably in the last couple of years, I realized like. Oh, I would, I have that same fulfillment as like, I mean, I initially came out to LA my whole life. I was like, I'm going to be an actor. That's what I do. And then I think the more I started reading and the more I just kind of did different parts of the filmmaker process, because we will film our own shorts and you have to wear all of the different hats, Mm -hmm. as you know,
0: I'm a big fan (laughs) of that that process, Yeah, Yeah.
1: um, and so I just realized, like I also have that same fulfillment when I write something. Like I just, I just want to put something original out there mm-hmm. that somebody else hasn't done, yeah. which is nearly impossible. So
0: it's a little. Well, I mean, of. But in
1: sure. my own, you know.
0: Spin. Yeah, yeah. So having that—that that, is it a control thing, or is it that that's like control, right? Like it's therapy. Being, <laughs> yeah exactly
1: i think it might be no
0: nothing there's nothing wrong yeah. with control it's just as let's say as an actor you don't necessarily get to dictate the story being right, told yeah you just audition for the role and you're get the, the vessel role, and you help tell yeah. the tell the story but as a writer you're at the forefront mm-hmm. before it even gets to you as the actor i don't know if you acted in the teaser or if you're yeah, a part it of did. that yeah the yeah okay
1: we wrote it for ourselves and I mean at this point when it now that it's like real so funny because I have all these like plates spinning and it's the one thing that's like actually like things are happening with it but it's I think she's going to go under the couch do you wanna go under there, Scout? It's like her little Yeah, we legs.
0: didn't introduce I don't know, if you're watching the video, I you probably saw a little doggy over there. Either way, Scout, Scout is join you know our little
1: three legged dog.
0: Those are my shoesies?
1: Hop along. Do you wanna go under the couch, Scout? <laughs> anyway, we
0: should figure it out.
1: Um but yeah, what were we saying?
0: Well, what, what, I want to hear. I want to hear about the process because uh, you said now that it's be, now that it's getting real. Oh yeah, I think that was kind of like a blessing. Yeah, yourself.
1: it's uh, it, it, to me. It feels. I think I've gotten so used to things falling through. I think I've been out in LA sure. for uh, fourteen years.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice congratulations oh gosh don't congratulate (laughs) me on that i
1: once had an agent look at my resume and say oh he was he was a petty man clearly like a sad guy but said uh you've been out here for for how long your resume should be much longer than this and i went home and i cried and thank god i had chase at the time we lived here this was like so within the last 10 years and um and I, he, when we watched an Eddie Murphy comedy special, like an old one, it mm-hmm. was before I was doing comedy. And I remember it's like, it fixed everything. And I can't imagine um, not having a support system, like not having a person, yeah. so when you, especially as an actor, when you have those like, horrible, horrible, mm-hmm. soul crushing mm-hmm. moments, and then you come home to like, not a chase.
0: <laughs> you just yeah. have to like sit I, with it. I don't know how they do well. it.
1: I've had him, like, since since Acting Conservatory, so...
0: Congratulations on that. Oh, thank I, you, you of, so
1: much. <laughs> um, but, yeah, okay, so the writing process, yeah. Sure. What, no, I don't I was, know what the question was now.
0: Yeah, that was the original question, um, was the process on, on getting this pilot going Oh whatnot. Yeah. It's very... Because I'm sure, I don't know, that's a thing... There's multiple things we could talk about for sure. I'm very curious about your thoughts on 14 years in L.A. Yeah. That, like, just maybe yeah, yeah. some tidbits in there. But since we're on the pilot thing, because I wrote my first pilot last year during quarantine. I have got a co-writer that I write with. Yeah. Um, and we wrote, I don't know even know what to do with it, but we mm-hmm wrote a sample of some kind okay but either way so you you had what was the goal how did this start okay so and i should
1: say that i i co-wrote it also there's three of us that wrote it together did i say i just wrote a pilot
0: we we just talked about you you being a writer Um, so i think you said you wrote it
1: i wrote it well i did write it but i had help um okay so it started so i have a couple of really close gal pals. And we, I don't think we set out to, right? I think we were just trying to have a girls' night. And we started talking about our side jobs that we've done in the, and these women are, mega talented one of them is the kia girl uh, my friend jenny is like kia the, girl. The, the kia, she's in the kia commercials okay. right now she's been sure doing really her, well so. and she was in Bullock county which is i think i mean for a while you could watch it on netflix i don't know if it's still on okay. there but um she has had some success um the other one ali and i are both we both very trained actors i think ali actually has like an mfa maybe um mind-blowingly talented hilarious and we both just haven't had like that luck Mm -hmm. and which is Mm -hmm. something that I feel like oh gosh I wish that like if any young actors are watching because I had this idea of like oh at 27 I will be you know a series regular I will have won an Oscar I will like all these crazy things and it just doesn't happen that way and it and it's not it has nothing to do with how talented you are or how hard you work, it has everything to do with, like, getting that shot and being in the right place at the right – that one thing falling mm-hmm. into place that, like, that domino effect that works
0: out. Yeah, yeah, and that's, out. and that's that. So yeah,
1: now we are in our 30s, and we're still –
0: Congratulations. Thank you
1: for <laughs> still alive. Um, and we're still going for our dreams, and there is something – and so we we were just talking about like the side jumps that we did like okay. i was a children's party fairy for a long time mm-hmm. um my friend Ally does sp patient well it's a, a standardized patient there was an episode of seinfeld where kramer does this but um okay, they're basically okay. the patients the practice patients for yes, doctors yes i've seen
0: that episode in medical school yeah. yeah
1: so she does it and she and and they take it very seriously like it's just like kramer yeah, but we, yeah exactly um, but it is like an it's an acting job and it's it's. we were just Jenny and I were like what Jenny and I actually met as fairies so Jenny did the fairy thing oh, okay. too okay.
0: Um.
1: so Allie was blown away by the fairy world uh, we were blown away by the SP world and we were like there is so much richness here Jenny and I also mm. ran wedding businesses and I mean I've had Every job you can imagine. That's great. And um, so so it's it was called Side Hustle, but now we have to probably change the title because
0: taken during in? the
1: pandemic some Nickelodeon show came out with Side which if they're I mean I would be happy to work on that show also. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they stole our title, so we'll have to probably sure. I guess we don't worry about that. Yeah. That's that's down the road. Yeah. So um
0: some airplane we're right action. we're
1: right over the bob hope fly path
0: under there. we're under them we're
1: over them <laughs> <laughs> just kidding you're right we're under them um so yeah okay. so we wrote it
0: so this was a girl's night hangout this was a
1: girl's night hangout yeah. and we were like this is just too rich there's so much here we have sure. to write this show and then um we did (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we decided to film a teaser so So may i
0: okay well you're skipping ahead past the juicy stuff what's the
1: juicy stuff well i'm
0: a big fan of the development process okay i don't know it's probably the boring stuff or something i don't know either way i like the um okay see how we you, you, wrote You it. gloss over the you like we wrote it and then we decided. I do like, well. like
1: I remember reading um, Tina Fey's book and I was like, and then you were just on SNL. <laughs> you you cut out all the parts yeah, where like, you talk about how you got
0: there. So you had three three people that yeah. were going to write this thing. Yes. You were you're all writers previously, or yeah,
1: I mean we've all written. written
0: stuff individually, yeah. and this would be your first right. time working together as a trio. Yes. And how did you guys? How did how did y'all?
1: decide to write together
0: more like go through that process like was did you, how did we did write you, yeah did you meet so up and, and do like breakdowns
1: liked, I to I think I would be just in heaven if I was like on a staff writer I like to okay, be yeah. in the writer's room that's how Chase and I write we'll sit across the table from each other one of us will type and we'll write together and mm-hmm. we'll switch off and so it's just I just feel like and I know you're not supposed to really do this but it's kind of like a, you're editing as you go, okay. Which not so much. Like what are
0: you not supposed to do? You're
1: not well. You're not supposed to edit as you write it. You're Who supposed says to, that? Like every writing book, every book. Yes, 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 you can yes.
0: Do whatever gets you to the end product. Well, I think Stephen
1: King says. Uh, you don't have anything to edit if you, you have not written. I think it's just the idea of, like, don't be precious as you're going. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just
1: write it. Don't worry about if it's sure. perfect and then go back.
0: I guess I would preface. I mean, because I'm a big fan. Yeah, we talked about podcasts briefly yeah. before. One podcast that I listened to consistently for for, it's been up for 10 years is the script notes podcast yeah i like that one so they have different writers on all the time Mm -hmm. talking about process and one of the things that i've gathered is like "Ah, everybody's got their own way of going through it some big time writers edit as they go every single time they sit down they edit everything up to where they are continue next day edit everything up to where they are continue Oh, so they're
1: editing several times
0: so like it, it it doesn't i don't yeah God, yeah, you came out well, with a pilot. Well, sometimes I think way. it
1: can stop people so that they 100%. don't continue and they're just like, I can't get page one perfect, so I just can't move on past page mm-hmm. one. And yeah. done is better than perfect, right? So, and then you Correct. will always have the time to, like, edit after. Yeah. I go back to, like, old stand-up jokes and, and old pieces that I've written, mm-hmm. and then I just feel like, oh, I know how to fix this. You know, if I can just like word vomit it out and then step away from it and be like
0: Yeah, I'm a fan of that process. Yeah. 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 I'm just I was just more picking up the part that you're not supposed to you're not supposed to. I'm like, well eh." Eh.
1: Eh. I'm not supposed to. That's I keep on hitting this loud. Um so okay, (laughs) so with the girls jenny had written with a friend where she was really the main writer um and she was they kind of created a story together so she had done a screenplay like that um i don't know how allie wrote with previous writing partners this is a busy day for playing it's
0: fine it's not picking it up too much it's happened before and it hasn't been an issue okay we're good
1: um But so what we ended up doing was we all downloaded this thing called Writer's Duet,
0: and I'm a fan.
1: And uh, we could just edit on the same document, Mm -hmm. so you could see who did what edits too. I think maybe. Um, And you could make a new draft of that. You can like duplicate drafts and things. I think it's been a while.
0: Yeah, Um, Writer Duet is great.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's free. Sponsor. (laughs) Well, we paid for like a. Yeah, you, oh, you, there is a free version. Yeah. We paid for the... The pr-
0: premium or yeah. I don't know, whatever.
1: Um, and so I think the, the way that ours ended up working was we would just write drafts and send them back and forth and then but I just feel like those nights that we all came together Mm -hmm. and we're just like typing in in Jenny's living room at 11 o'clock at night that's when we got like the most done because we can be in the room and be like no I don't think that works because of this what if he says this or you know like let's set oh that was a good good. pop um and you can just kind of you are kind, of essentially editing as you're going because you're all. It's like the edit where you all agree. Well,
0: on. the the writing was already done, and then you Sometimes, met up to yeah. kind of review it, yeah. right? and then yeah. you can and
1: just then we edit can fine it, tune edit
0: it. Yeah. It as a group.
1: So then, halfway through, like the or we, we had a draft of the pilot.
0: What's the timeline? Where? Oh
1: gosh, I don't even know. I'll have to like,
0: months, I'll have to put that together. Weeks, it was months, probably years?
1: We actually did this really quickly, so okay. I feel like. When I met you it was like November of 2019, right? Halloween that's, that's and Joe
0: fast. That sounds right.
1: Um, I think we started somewhere in that timeline. I don't think that we were writing it at that point um, but by the time from the time of like concept to filming the teaser, we filmed the teaser February of 2020. February 1st and second of 2020 and then the pandemic happened like we it was edited and everything yeah. by march and mm-hmm. we were about to like go out and start pitching it and then the pandemic sure, happened sure. jenny had a baby everybody just kind of like became very reclusive and focused on their lives yeah. and then um i'm jumping ahead though
0: no it's fine and then
1: and then it was like just recently <laughs> on we on had SNL, to produce and, then... <laughs> and then i'm on snl now haven't you heard um yeah so so we decided <laughs> okay. probably, like, we. I'm sure we wrote the, the pilot in, like, a month. Probably not even that long.
0: That's pretty good. Because
1: Jenny's, I mean, uh, Allie's very quick. She, I feel like she came up with a draft first. She was like, hey, girls, I just uh, was thinking about this tonight. And, like, the next morning she had a draft. <laughs> I mean, she's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: if you, uh, once it grabs you sometimes yeah. you just like
1: oh but she does it all the time like okay. she writes so fast all the time I don't I That's don't know great. how she does it
0: and it's good um it's good it's good writing
1: it's good oh it really is <laughs> okay, she's yeah. really good um and so then we decided well like what we wanted to do with it which was ultimately to like pitch it and so we said that we should have a teaser so we wrote a new script which was kind of like a condensed version of the pilot yeah like a 10 minute teaser i don't even think it's 10 minutes i think it was like maybe Seven, it's 10 minutes yeah yeah someone who cares <laughs> sure. um i think we were just trying to get it down to 10 pages that's what i i remember um and we filmed that we we called in a bunch of favors I have, I mean, through the years of working with people, I have very talented DPs and sound guys, and they all gave us really, really generous rates, And but we did pay everybody sure. um, and kind of took care of craft services ourselves. Yeah. My husband was the AD. Jenny directed it, so her part was very small in the teaser, and um, our husband's, like her husband was there on set helping. And we, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we just had, like, a bunch of friends. We ended and up this... spending about $3,000 okay. total, uh, yeah. maybe a little more. And then we split that between the three of us. So, in the end, it was like, well, if nothing else happens with this, I have really good footage for my reel yeah. that I spent, like, $1,000 for. Sure. That's such a good investment as an actor.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. And, so. and how many, I don't know, this is... Many gritty, lame production stuff. But how many days did you... Was it like a weekend two. shoot? Yeah, yeah, it was a
1: weekend shoot. Okay. Yeah, nice. We had... Um, Justin Willman is the ten host pages, of right. Magic for Humans. What?
0: Sorry, no, I was thinking about the 10 pages in two days. It's oh, five, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it a, it was du- ambitious. A, it's a doable amount. Yeah. It's not, crazy
1: justin willman um is the host of magic for humans uh jenny's husband produced that show so that's how they mm. know each other jenny's husband is like a world-renowned um magician and so is ali's husband that's how they met
0: they're both magicians
1: yeah they're yeah and i told chase he needs to become a magician so i can be a magic wife yeah, because it's just like yes. it's like this whole culture yeah. we went to the magic castle and they have like special credit cards when they buy drinks, <laughs> and I just—I mean—I oh. was happy to be a guest, but I would like to be a magic wife. Um,
0: maybe one day. Maybe
1: one day in our next iteration of—is that a word? Iteration. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah, word. of what we. Yeah, I
0: think it's a proper usage of the word I too. I think so. I'm good. How did you decide on going with the teaser route on the on the pitch process? Like who? Because I. I know I've been a part of conversations in terms of trying to get some stuff off the ground mm-hmm. and what can we develop do we need do we need a story bible for the whole series do we need oh, right. a pilot script do we like yeah. what do we pair this thing with
1: So what we had what we decided that it would just be I don't know it's funny because It is a show about actors. It's a show, it's very like, can be a little inside baseball and it um, is, you know, a lot of networks don't want to buy any coastal elite kind of, nobody wants to watch. I was the most- Coastal elite. Coastal elites are like uh, shows about LA and New York. Uh, Have you not heard that term? Like
0: Marriage Story
1: is that oh yeah yeah that's and that was very art It's straight arty.
0: up LA yeah. in new york yeah like
1: <laughs> i think like fox doesn't do a lot of they okay. do a lot of like the middle uh, because their that's their main viewership is sure. middle america so I
0: buy it. i believe i, believe, yeah, I think I, some
1: of the best shows have gone off the air so soon like um, perfect couples mm. did you see that Mm-mm. they're just like very very smart shows don't last very long because most of the view, and I'm not insulting intelligence, but most of the viewers are middle America and working class and, and want, you know, they work so hard and they want to just rewind, unwind at the end of the day with like a nice, easy comedy, like the middle. They don't want something like very cerebral, or something that's something like that makes them witty work. jokes, but yeah. not gonna make them laugh out loud. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I think some of the smartest shows, it's it's hard for them to succeed because, or that was that was the case like ten years ago. Sure. Now we have like, HBO's doing really great shows. I mean, they've always done really great shows. Yeah. I feel like they lead the way yeah. with, you know, changing television. But. Um,
0: Okay, so I yeah. I, I, okay. I don't know if I missed your answer. So, so the teaser. You so decided... the teaser.
1: We decided. Okay, so this is my answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure, I'm just. If if yeah. If,
1: so I think that. So it, it, on paper, I think it sounds like intriguing, but when you actually see like the cast that we put together, mm-hmm. and Jenny's vision of like how everything looks and the pacing it's really good and yeah, yeah. not to you know No,
0: sure i'm i'm, I'm very you... proud
1: of what we made and i feel like you watch it and you're like oh i do i do believe in this and yeah. there's something magic here like there with friends i think there was something magic about the cast that they put together the writing is Amazing! I'm, I'm a huge Friends fan. I watch yeah, it
0: over and over.
1: What the hell? Sorry,
0: I just I miss. I was more on the Seinfeld train. Like my fa- my my family never watched Friends, so I yeah. didn't grow up with it. Yeah. but and then now it's too late. Both
1: of those Seinfeld too. I don't think Seinfeld. I mean Seinfeld is hugely in the writing, but also Julie Louis Dreyfus and um, Jason Alexander and Richard Richards.
0: Jerry Seinfeld. Something Richards. <laughs> I don't know. Michael
1: Richards. I think they're all just those characters. It just came together like magic. So I feel like when you see our cast, it's like, oh, I do want to see these people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, it, right. So anyway, that's why we did the okay. teaser. You
0: wanted, yeah, we wanted I,
1: I, to uh... give them a taste of, like, this is what the show is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then along with that, we created a um, – not a Bible –
0: um like some sort of treatment no uh there's so many things to, what is to develop i'm What's gonna look a, it up
1: right now oh because uh jenny actually ended up doing it and it was um
0: it's not like one of those like a one of,
1: sheet but it wasn't a one sheet it was a few pages um, is it
0: like a uh i know like in post-production there is the thing called the epk the Were deck. You, the deck. Okay, a deck. like a pitch deck.
1: A pitch deck, yeah.
0: Okay. It's pretty so, much like a PowerPoint presentation. And it's,
1: it's pretty, I mean, she did a oh, pretty good great. job.
0: It looks great.
1: So we have like the four girls. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Yeah, she did an amazing job.
0: Yeah. Um, cotton, cotton candy colors there.
1: Yeah. that And she did have like a color palette that yeah, was very. I,
0: I have a very hard time with that kind of stuff. Really? Like developing a visual representation mm-hmm. of the idea. Yeah. That's not the actual product. Yeah. Like, I hate that stuff. Yeah. It.
1: It's a lot of work. I'm, I'm like so grateful that she did it and I did it.
0: Too.
1: <laughs> and also, like, I can't believe that we, didn't have to hire somebody to do that because yeah i think she did it in keynote she had hired somebody to do a pitch deck before and then she was like you know what i realized like it's very expe- it's very doable it's very doable yeah. yeah um but she's also very talented she has like a an aesthetic eye mm-hmm. she does good style yeah yeah <laughs> she great. does good style <laughs> um so yeah so we sent it to and I brought up Justin was in our teaser. Justin, who is on Magic for Humans. Okay. Um, oh, nice. And, and Jenny's husband and Justin had worked together on that show. And there's also another producer. So he is the one that's um, kind of taken us under his wing and has been interested in the show. And, and that's very cool. Hopefully,
0: Fingers we'll crossed. have some meetings coming up soon. Fingers crossed. That's very exciting. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Okay. That's great. That's very cool. Yeah, no, I know, um, I just, yeah, I don't know what to, what to say. I was gonna, I was thinking more along the lines of that's okay. So the, I had a couple of thoughts. You, the, 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 the big dream of course is the meetings come Mm -hmm. and the show sells or gets greenlit or whatever with the writers and the actors all on board yeah yeah. yeah. so
1: if that doesn't happen we've talked about it
0: okay yeah i i
1: I am more concerned with staying on as a writer so if they were like we want to recast your role
0: and you're like well keep Keep us as the writing team. Yes. I think we we have to stay on as the writing
1: team because it's all our experiences. Like, that's what we're writing. That's the heart of the show is about all of these shitty jobs and experiences that we put up with trying to.
0: Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, there's I could already imagine, I don't know. I I think about, I had a buddy um, that they spent a lot of time... Writing, I think they wrote a show, mm-hmm. and they shot a teaser for it or something, and then um, they they got interest on it, and <laughs> they he, they got an offer. Okay. To just buy out the idea, and because th- their goal was, we want to bring our production team on. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, we wanna, yeah, yeah. We want our cast, and we want to write it. Mm-hmm. So the full package, like okay. level us all up together. And they're like, we just want the idea.
1: What did they end up doing?
0: They they said no. They said no. Yeah. And then because the- it was like they want it was like an all or nothing on, on their perspective. With I don't know if they had the middle ground of like, well, we want to stay on as writers, or at least let me direct an episode. Like I don't I don't I, know I, what the yeah yeah. So they said no to it. I and, mean, I
1: guess that that we've not talked about that. If they just wanted to buy the idea, I feel. I feel like the idea itself is not it's it's not the same it's without not, the personal experiences because it's not like this crazy idea. It's something that we've all
0: Right, which is which I, is great. That's
1: why it's hard to pitch, I think, well, because it's like this is not a show that you've heard of before or seen before. It's to me the idea sounds kind of
0: yeah, the magic is in the, the magic's the cast, in the and writing. the writing. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so it's I, I wouldn't it. imagine that somebody would, like, let me, like, what's a, a a really unique show? Like Kimmy Schmidt, I think the premise of that show, like these um, ultra-religious women that lived in a bunker, and okay, then they right, come Ryan. up to, you know, see what the world is, and so she's like a, an extraordinary person in an ordinary world. That's a great idea. That's like if I was a network executive, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I can, I can put some writers on this idea." But our our, our concept of the show isn't as like ingenious, I think. So I sure, wouldn't sure. think that, I, that, I see what that you would mean. be an yeah. offer. But I I I think we're all open to. If we were like a hundred thousand dollars for this idea, we'd be like, "Great, I can we can put that into something else." Yeah, then. exactly.
0: And that 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 was. My gut thought too. Yeah, it was like, you have other ideas, yeah. and you oh, could use that so to many. produce four other projects. Yeah. Or
1: my notes are full of show ideas, full of oh, them. very cool. Oh yeah.
0: I have a very hard time with that. Really. Yeah.
1: Coming up with the idea.
0: Like normally, I get locked into one.
1: That's great. <laughs> that I wish that. And then, be and me.
0: then I have to see it through.
1: That's amazing. That's why you did so much this year though.
0: Maybe. That's why you think so. you have
1: follow through. I have the problem of like having too many things that mm-hmm. I want to do and not I was just talking to Chase about this. I was like, do you think that Stephen King is when he's writing a book, he's like he finishes writing or is there like an idea that he's like, Oh, what about that book? And because I think he does write one at a time and it's like how do you stop yourself? Because a lot of times I'll write something and be like, oh wait, this idea this idea might be better. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. abandon this and spend my time on this idea because I think this is a better idea. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like put a pin in it, finish out the thing I'm working on, right, and then right. move on to the next thing. I can't. Yeah, I gotta have. Well, because I
0: I don't know. I think I heard something from somebody. I think it might have been um, Elaine Brosh McKenna. I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with this writer. She wrote *Devil Wears Prada* oh, okay. and *Crazy Ex-Girlfriend*. She helped create she, that show.
1: Did she write the book *Devil Wears Prada*? She, or she, did she wrote the, the movie. Screen, okay,
0: the screenplay, um, and some other cool stuff. Either way, she's on script notes all the time. And uh, I think at one point they're talking about ideas and notes and how often you like. If you have an idea, do you put it down in your notes? Do you like jot it oh, down yeah. somewhere? Mm-hmm. Or, and I think her technique was like. She just lets it go. Why? If, if an idea comes, like she's already working on something. Yeah. So she's she doesn't really need the ideas. Mm. So if it sticks around and it comes back again later. She knows. Then it's, it's like, all right, we got something here. If, I, if it keeps bugging me, it'll stick and stay versus yeah. just jotting down any idea that comes to mind. So I'm kind of – I tried to kind of keep that in the back of my mind with like, well – if it matters it'll 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 come around.
1: Sometimes I go through my notes though and I'm like this idea is yeah. amazing mm-hmm. and it was something I completely forgot about or Chase has a really Chase is my husband. I keep referring to him, but I'm, <laughs> Just I'm sure to it's like, Yeah. Um, he he will have these amazing ideas and he won't write them down so I'll. and also we've had we've had mm. back and forth of like whose idea was whose so anytime I write down his idea now I say Chase's idea oh, okay so that we just for we had this history books. yeah we had this thing with like a stand-up joke because he'll help me
0: yeah, like fine-tune my stand-up sure.
1: jokes and <laughs> we really we have a, an incredible relationship we don't Um, I mean, of course, we have, like, fights, but they're not, like, we never yell at each other. We never cuss or call names. It's very, like, hey, I don't like how you talk to me right there. It's very, like, almost as if we've been through therapy, but we've just always, from the beginning, been very sweet to each other, and we have a lot of respect for each other, so we deal with things as they
0: come. It's very wonderful. It's
1: it's the best thing that I've done. Honestly, I kind of feel like I might not have success anywhere else because... (laughs) I have a really, really wonderful
0: marriage. I mean, that's 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 a big part of life. So I think um, I've realized
1: in the last year, I'm like, you know what?
0: Life's already a win at that
1: point. Yeah, that's it. I've done it. So if I get to do something professionally, like that's amazing. But I feel like there's so many people that are so successful, and then they don't have that person that they Mm -hmm. can trust, or like a family that they. Like to spend time with, and then it's just like, well, what's it all for then?
0: It's for their, Other people for their Twitter followers.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, we we wrote a. This is like one of our fights.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. You wrote it down.
1: Well, it was a joke. It was. It's not even funny. And it it was like originally I, because I was a vegan for a year in 2013. I, I feel very much like if you write a joke that is preachy that's actually like a strong opinion for you or a strong belief it doesn't, it's not funny Mm. you kind of have to like Mm. take the counterpoint or make it about something much less important than the actual thing. Does that make sense? Um, Otherwise it comes off as very preachy and it's just not, what is this a TED talk? So I um, but, so this is why I never use this joke but I, when I was a vegan I would get so much aggression from people just for the fact that I was a vegan like and I think that happens like when in, just, in
0: what context just like like on set or just oh in, no in no life like with my store? family
1: and, <laughs> and people that weren't vegans it would I think that that when people see you doing something that they have some kind of guilt about they okay. become aggressive or judgmental about it's like when when somebody's drinking they want everybody else to drink along with them so they don't feel guilty for drinking or like a dessert like have a dessert with me it's like no you have the dessert i'm not gonna have one but they get mad about because they feel guilty about so anyway the joke was like getting mad at somebody for being a vegan is like um (laughs) it's like yelling at somebody from your car, like some, a jogger who's taking a run, like, yeah. hey, get a car, you know? Right, like, right. It's, and it's not funny because it's like a real <laughs> opinion. It's, it's so I mean, ridiculous yeah. to get offended, to see somebody being a, not eating meat and be offended by that. It's as ridiculous as like to be driving in your car and get offended that somebody's exercising and feel like fat from that, or feel like uh, uh, unhealthy or uh, out of shape. <laughs> You know what I mean? Does this make sense? That makes perfect sense. So anyway, we, that was like our, our we were like driving somewhere and it came up and we couldn't remember, like, it was something in the writing of it, like who came up with the, I think he was saying he came up with the punchline or, because I was like, but it was my idea. It was based on when I was a vegan, so I know that it was my idea. And we just like, it was so stupid. I ended up in tears over this and it was like. I said, it's not... I don't care what the world thinks. I care what you think. It was so important to me that he recognized that, like, <laughs> I wrote this joke. Because yeah. his opinion matters to me more than anybody. I think he's so talented. He's he's a better writer than I am. Okay. So I... <laughs> Give me my credit when
0: so did you get the credit?
1: No. We had to let it go. So, because we well, we we came to like a
0: okay, okay.
1: <laughs> an impasse and and we were like, let's just this is not agree worth disagree it. Yeah
0: and move move on. I think it
1: ended up as like, yeah, it was my original joke and he added the yeah, punchline or, or something. I don't even know what the punchline was or what I mean, and I never used the joke. It wasn't yeah. funny. Yeah. It's so silly. I don't know why I told you that story
0: I don't know I'm forgetting as well I think you're <laughs> talking about writing I don't know um that makes it reminds me of uh I just spent a month in New Mexico okay um very small town
1: is this where you're from
0: I was born in New Mexico but the
1: town that you is this the town that you're uh, wearing
0: yeah Chama. trauma New Mexico because I
1: think I heard you talking about this on your podcast this town
0: yes Yes, you listen to the podcast with my grand my yeah, great grandmother. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I I grew up there. It, regardless, we just I just shot a, I just shot a movie there. Yeah. So um, the interesting thing was trying to figure out the catering situation. So you're talking about the oh. vegan the vegan thing. We didn't have any vegans on our crew, but everybody was from Los Angeles, mm-hmm. so we're a little bit used to dietary restrictions dietary restrictions and i don't know vegetables at the least yeah. you know having some sort of non-meat option right uh,
1: non-gluten <laughs> non
0: so i think we we had uh, a keto person and a vegetarian um
1: it's such a headache <laughs> i have no dietary restrictions but
0: anymore. but because vegan is uh I would say a level above vegetarian. Oh, yeah. So the resistance that I had talking to people about the vegetarian, we had one vegetarian on the crew, and (laughs) it was kind of like the strong opinion toward vegetarians. I'm like, what do they even eat? Yeah. (laughs) Just the classic classic thing there. Um, And it was like, it was a weird experience because I think I was talking to them about, burritos and tacos yeah. and getting some variation on our catering and i was having the conversation about like well there's a lot of beef you have a lot of beef here yeah can we like sub
1: mm-hmm. for t-
0: chicken some days and like well we don't we don't do chicken it was just like straight up beef diet
1: oh my and, god and this pretty in warm, that town in
0: that town was- do they have
1: a lot of cattle farms
0: I don't know. Or it's
1: just the way of life. Beef. It's just the beef. way of life. It's a way it's of a life.
0: beef. Yeah. So it was kind of like weird to be reminded that that's where I came from. But but it was like people don't even order the chicken. because They don't sell chicken because people don't order chicken. That's so it's so just funny. straight beef. So jumping straight to a vegan would yeah. be kind of impossible in that, oh, in and, that scenario. Yeah. And it's hard enough in LA. When I
1: was a vegan, it was 2013. So this was like pre Beyond Burger, Impossible Burger. All the, I mean, it would be so easy to be a vegan now. Mm -hmm. There are so many options.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: when I was when I was doing it, and I went like cold turkey too, and I just spent that. That's what I did that year too. It took so much time and effort Mm. to plan my meals and make sure that I was getting like the right. Vitamins and minerals and everything because I think proteins, like B12 stuff, yeah. you don't get from
0: B12 something, I think you there's something.
1: yeah there's there's things that you're missing so anyway um it, and and it was just it would be so much easier to do it now
0: I'm I imagine I'm sure I've been taken to a vegan sushi place that was pretty good.
1: See, but fish. Pfft. I see. I should have eaten fish uh, it, as a vegan, which I wouldn't be a vegan. It was.
0: It, was it fish?
1: No, no, it wouldn't be. Yeah,
0: it'd be. Yeah, it'd be the fake fish.
1: Yeah, fake fish. Faux fish. Faux fish. It's like beets or something, <laughs> pickled beets for uh, tuna.
0: Probably something. I have no idea, but it was pretty good. Was I don't. It? I don't like sushi.
1: Oh, I love. Chase just I, I, said today. You know, it sounds good. Sushi. Sushi. There's a good place in. Uh, Sherman Oaks that we go to called Chicky Sushi. When we stayed here during the pandemic, we didn't go home for the holidays because cases were spiking like crazy in LA. We were very, we had a lot of fear and we were also very, very careful. And Chase has so much integrity. He was like, you know, we're asking people to do this. And so what makes us any better to be like, well, we're going to go home and see our families yeah, and yeah. so, anyway, we stayed here, and we got sushi. We just ate out every meal. So on a Christmas Eve, we got Chinese food. I think one of the Christmas we got sushi. New Year's we got yeah, sushi. It was takeout
0: at the time. And it was takeout it. at the
1: time. Yeah, we would just go pick it up and yeah, bring it here. Yeah, yeah. It was it was actually quite nice. Like we didn't have to. No, travel. it sounds great.
0: It sounds great. I think back to my holiday. I didn't go, any- I stayed in town for Thanksgiving. You
1: did? Yeah,
0: and I don't have a significant other.
1: Oh, Eddie.
0: <laughs> so I, I had the same, the same idea. It was like, I'm not, like, I'm not going to risk.
1: And that's whatever. very admirable for you because <laughs> I say, I feel like without Chase, I might not have so much integrity, yeah. and I might be like, oh, I'm just going go uh, to go to my family's. I think it would be very hard. I don't i don't feel i went for
0: christmas but not for did you
1: yeah i don't feel any animosity to people that were like single during the pandemic and went to be with family like i i get that but if you have somebody like we had no excuse we were, we were happy together and it was fine and yeah. you know it's one year but that's very admirable that you Thank stayed you. here by yourself you.
0: oh, it was fine it was fine it's just Thanksgiving. <laughs>
1: Do you, are you, are you being, are you joking? Are you playing it down know. or are you don't know. really don't no, care it, about Thanksgiving?
0: No, it, it was fine. Yeah. I mean, of course I would have loved to, I don't know, being in LA in general, I try not to, it's a lot of effort to just travel back. So it's usually either Thanksgiving or Christmas anyway. Yeah. So I was like, well, okay, I'll take the hit on Thanksgiving. The and only it was, downfall it was just different is that because, you can't gather with friends. Yeah. Normally there's other options yeah. to hang out with people, but yeah. this time I was like, well, I guess I'm. More lockdown. Did you order in? Oh, my what parents were eat? super nice. They uh they hooked me up with like a whole like a thing, like a whole meal. catered, not like a, yeah, like the whole Aww. like Ralph's was doing some cool so things. So I had a whole.
1: How many kids do your parents have?
0: Uh, it's two of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: manageable. They yeah, can... and and
0: my brother because they're they're in Reno, up up in Nevada, so my brother's up there with them. Okay. So. All they had to do was just like you know spend sixty and, bucks and yeah. get me a full deal, and it was See, very
1: That's why nice. you should you should only have two children, because then you can <laughs> be generous to the yeah. one that's alone
0: on Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, go on. So what about what? what? Where does this come from? <laughs> you should only have two children.
1: <laughs> oh no! I just like I can't imagine well i think i was i was oh. thinking about your grandma how she had 10 children and then yeah. and then
0: it was a different time a
1: different time but it's just like and also i mean i just i know people come from big family and it, oh chase also came for he has a bunch of siblings okay. and yeah it was just hard for them because um during there's so during, many of them during growing
0: quarantine? up quarantine oh, just oh in no general. just
1: in general growing up there's just With like attention so No, no, they're a really close family. They love each other so much. Just like financially, it was expensive to have that many kids and they were working so much. And the American dream is just, it's not set up for poor people.
0: (laughs) Getting into the good stuff here. All right. The American dream. The American dream is dead.
1: The American dream is only alive for billionaires. And all the poor people have bought <laughs> into it.
0: Sure, that's and agreed. continues I'm
1: just. Oh, I just. Well, do you
0: well, want to elaborate? What is what? What is what are what? What's sparking this? No, like what is the? Uh, what are the poor people buying into specifically? I'm very because I, I I'm sure I'm on the same page. Just just to I just clarify. See so for, many people
1: for, like, and it's so funny that they don't realize that they are. Voting against their own their own um, rights or uh, well being, they've bought into the, like the like the billionaires set everything up. So it seems like like the whole working forty hours a week. There is this idea, especially like in American culture, where that's admirable to be, like, hustling constantly. And that's, um, I know so many people that have bought into that. Working three
0: jobs to make it. Working three
1: jobs to make it happen. And then, and I spend way too much time on, like, Twitter online. And people saying, like, well, this is not right. This is not the way that we should be living our lives. There's no time to, like, spend with our families or garden or bake or do, like, what are we put on this earth to do to work and take a two-week vacation every year that you are miserable because you're just, like, so desperate for it to be perfect because yeah. it's your only vacation, your only two weeks of happiness, mm-hmm. and then it's just, like, miserable, and then you go back to And so then if anybody says anything against that, like, well, this isn't really how it should be, these poor people that hustle and work this hard say, oh, you're just lazy, and they just they oh, find okay. so much, like, self-worth in the fact that they work so hard without realizing that that's not how it has to be and that's not how it's supposed to be that i don't think that god put us here to just slave away Mm
0: -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. god you know what i mean like i sure sure i i feel like we are especially in the last year like we're meant to enjoy life and Mm -hmm, eat mm -hmm. and be with people and that's what we're supposed to do and make art Yeah, we're not supposed to work the whole time.
0: Yeah, yeah. People
1: spend their whole lives working.
0: There's those other countries. I know. I always see like the 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 little headlines on some news articles about like such and such country moves to like a three day work week. Yeah. Or like a four hour work day. Yes, yes. There are studies
1: that show that a four hour work day and a four day work week. People are just as much, if not more productive, than people who work like 40 hours a week. And I I personally, I I went to esthetician school after Mm -hmm. high school. I got my
0: skincare license.
1: So I'd have like a backup job. Um, And. I was going, you have to do so many hours when you go to beauty school. So you have, like, Mm. this sheet of all the procedures you have to do. You have to do this many waxes and this many of this kind of facial and all these things you check off. But you also have to log, like, I think maybe for estheticians, like, 600 hours. I don't remember. Most of those days were spent doing, like, Sudoku puzzles and just, like, chatting. (laughs) And it was, like we would be like, oh, well, I still have to do a Brazilian wax, but I have two more months that I have to be here, so I'll do, I'll get to it eventually. And then you're just goofing off because you have to be there for those hours anyway. And I think that's what happens with work days. People are like, well, I have to be here all day long, so they just kind of lose interest, and they only end up doing about four hours of work. And so when you... No, like oh I only have to be here for four hours or I'm only here for four days people work harder and they fill that time and, and they focus and they just do that four hours of work and then they're free it's
0: it's well, been I, shown no for sure productivity I'm, I'm a big is fan better I'm a big fan of productivity and respecting one's time yeah. and all that kind of stuff how do you do not know, it's funny Very cool. Very nice. So billionaires. We dove into the
1: stock market this year. Oh, no. (laughs) And kind of of realized. I have to, like...
0: It's the hot thing. Yeah, I have
1: to brush over this because... Well, I just realized, like, like I was at Costco. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you this story. Sure. So I was at Costco, and if you have a membership and it expires, I think they've got some system where it alerts, cause there's now people that will come up to you when you're buying your new membership to sell you the level up. It oh, used to okay. be $50, now it's 60. So it's 60 for the basic. And if you want to have like the level up where you get 2% back on your purchases, it's another $60. Okay. So the guy came up, I did it once and it just evened out. And if you don't hit that, spending limit, they just give you your money back. And I think I was just under, it was $50 at the time. So I spent $50 the whole year. I don't, I mean, it's two of us. We don't shop at Costco that much. So it evened out. I think I got like $49 or something. They gave me $50 back. So essentially I gave Costco $50 to hold onto for a year. And then they gave it back to me. What did Costco do with my $50 that year? They like invested in in their company or they invested it into the stock market, and I got no return on that fifty dollars. Okay. If I had taken that fifty and invested in like Costco stock in the stock market, sure, I sure. would have got dividends. I would have gotten a return or invested it into anything. Sure. So sure. I, I Assume, like all yeah. just like click. Chase knows more about it than I do, but it recently just clicked, and I'm, I'm like going on yeah. walks with my mom trying to explain the stock market to her, and I'm like, well,
0: you're also yeah, no, it's. Yeah, stock market—that scares me. And and only yeah.
1: No, it's really it's you can do very low risk trades, and a lot you just have to have like this long set mentality. You only realize losses if you sell at a loss. Sometimes stocks dip, and you just hold; they will go back up again over time. Stocks go up if you buy into good companies. If you look at the sure, last five years sure. chart, like, most stocks go up. Yeah. 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 So the idea is, like, to hold long term. But we'll do, like, trades, like, option trades where it's a whole thing I don't want to get into. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very boring. But anyway, it's just, it's very low risk and you can make. So
0: I'm assuming you've jumped into, uh, what about. Um... GameStop. What? Uh, sure. Is
1: that what you were going to say?
0: No. I was going to talk about. um not like Bitcoin specifically, but the... Uh... I have
1: a lot of Doge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. Doge
1: is supposed to... There's a lot I've of... I've heard
0: some... Yeah. Yeah. I, That's...
1: I feel like... I mean, it originally was created to be like a joke. A, yeah. 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 But there's so much sentiment behind it. And um, they're actually trying to like put a cap on it so that eventually you know like it will be a sustainable thing. And places are accepting it now. I, it, money is just like this made up thing anyway. Mm, yeah. So if people say it's worth something, it's worth yeah, something. If they take, yeah. you know what I mean? No, I think you sure. have to be realistic on like how high you think it can go because I think maybe like a dollar is probably like the top. It's like thirty yeah, cents yeah.
0: for now right yeah. now. Yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's yeah, I I'm, I'm imagining I'm always late to the game and all this kind yeah. of stuff where I'm a big fan of like I don't know, everybody's talking about it. I normally just take a step back and I'm like I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> but It is I,
1: kind of boring, but then once it clicks, well, it's, it's like, "Oh, wow." No,
0: no, for sure. There's a lot
1: of money to be made here. And this is like the other thing, it's I like agree, yeah rich people teach their kids this yeah and yeah. that's why they stay rich for example if you have like a hundred thousand dollars and you put it into a amazing. high yield like a dividend account where you're getting paid like two percent every year that's a lot of money just and then you compound the interest so everything you made that year you put it back in and then you're making interest on that that's how they and that's like old-fashioned that's like boomer investing <laughs> what yeah, they call yeah. dividend investing yeah, yeah. um it's just so when you have a lot of money you're just making money on the money they're they're right, not right, even right. working it just blows my mind that they're not even working and they teach their kids to invest in real estate and invest in the stock market and they have money to start out with you can't go wrong but like when i mean you can you can blow it all but sure sure it's it, poor people don't teach their kids this because they don't know. They haven't been taught. My parents have no idea about the stock market. I'm trying to teach them now and get them to invest. I want them to teach themselves so that they are making their own...
0: They can... So they know what they're doing versus... versus, Yeah,
1: yeah. Because they'll... Our, our families will be like, well, just take our, our money and invest it for us. And it's right, like, well, no, I'm not. I like
0: the idea of, of that. It's like. Well, you uh, can get a. Yeah, you can pay for that. Yeah. You can pay for
1: that. You can get a financial advisor. I,
0: <laughs> yes, yes. That's just, it stresses me out for sure. It, yeah. That's I just can money. Do that. Money stresses. Yeah. Yeah. That's poor people, <laughs> broke people.
1: There's also, I think, like this, especially like as a struggling artist and comedian there's this like uh, romanticism about being poor and broke and struggling Uh, it's like hard to hmm. once these comedians become really successful it's like well they're out of touch they have you know they're multi-million dollar houses and it's hard for them to make comedy because the people watching the comedy don't relate anymore yeah
0: yeah I think I saw Kevin Hart's recent special
1: mm-hmm.
0: where he did it from his house, kind of late, oh, yeah. late, late COVID, mm-hmm. and he had some commentary on.
1: Yeah, they all have to. That's what they have to talk about because they get they're the so way. rich now.
0: Yeah, Kevin Hart's a rich man. Uh, what, I don't know. Let me ask some simple questions okay. here. Again, uh, you mentioned you don't. You're not really identifying as a comedian. You are still no, comedian. Am, yeah. You spelled comedian. With an Anne at the a end. A comedian.
1: Did yeah. I? Yeah. I go back and forth. That's funny. I've never
0: seen it before. Oh, you haven't? No. It's the... It's, it, it's a joke. I think that's
1: kind of... It's a joke. Yeah. Right? It's
0: not a real thing.
1: No, it's not a joke. It's the old-fashioned... It's actually, the female comedian.
0: I've never seen that yeah. before. Yeah, like
1: actor and actress, yeah. comedian and Comedienne.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: I kind of say it as a joke because it's so old-fashioned. Yeah, because yeah.
0: it wouldn't... Uh, yeah.
1: But then I don't... I feel like people don't understand that I'm joking all the time, so then I'm like, ah, I gotta...
0: Well, I assume it's a joke, because it's you, but...
1: (laughs) I'm always joking. (laughs) Everything's a joke.
0: Everything's a joke. All right, that was an easy one. Um, Aspiring fancy grandma.
1: Yeah. I want to be a fancy grandma. (laughs) For a long time, I was like, I don't know if I want kids, but I certainly want to be. I had had really great grandmas, and Mm -hmm. um, my... My dad's mom is my fancy grandma. So she's um, the one that introduced me to, like, high tea and Beatrix Potter. And Mm -hmm. she was a family and marriage therapist. And she just Mm -hmm. had, like, these are actually her pillows.
0: Oh, nice. She doesn't know I
1: have them because I think that she. Oh, you took them. (laughs) I took, well, my parents, they were at my parents. And I was like, I just love these pillows. She had them custom made. Um. So she has like such a, a sense of design, and
0: mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: She's just my fancy grandma. So I want to be like a fancy grandma, but now I think I do want kids, which is good because I think I have to have them to be the grandma. <laughs> I think I, I have I to be them the grandma. I
0: think that's how it works. Yeah, you can still have the persona for other people's kids.
1: Yeah, like that's I, I true. see
0: a lot of a lot of people posting photos with like oh like they're the they're the fancy mm-hmm. aunt
1: mm-hmm.
0: or that kind of thing.
1: I was listening to your grandma's podcast, though, and okay. I was saying, and the more I'm going to get very sentimental. Sure. The more that I like, that I think of it is like a biological thing that like kicks in where, like, in your 30s, you're like, "Oh, I actually I need to reproduce," mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. even though it's very illogical and not right for us, especially you know, like where we're us, living. Us
0: and in... me and
1: Chase. Okay, yeah, at this point in our lives. But I have, like, this urge to, like, be mm. a mother now.
0: Mm. Um, That's interesting. And
1: then listening to your great-grandma talk about her mother, I just, <laughs> I just, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to cry. I, I love the fact that, like, she carried that with her. And I was, like, eventually, you know. That will be forgotten. Like these generations. There's so many of mm-hmm. my generations that I never knew. And how special for your great grandma to be there and see all of her. Like didn't she have great great grandchildren?
0: I think I think she made it that far. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Because I have a cousin. Yes, yeah, so we're. Yeah. That has kids. That are like nine. Yeah. Nine or ten or something. Yeah. So she.
1: And to see. And they will all. Remember her and who she was. But I just, the way that she talked about her mother,
0: what, what did, remind me, what did she, she say about yeah.
1: her mom? She yeah. said that she was so talented. She was like, my poor mother. Right um didn't didn't go past 5th grade and she was so smart and so talented she could um embroider and sew and uh she canned foods it's like the things that I do and i was like i'm i'm your great grandmother's mother like that's i just had like this yeah that's
0: great this whole
1: like flash of like if i have a child just to be thought of mm-hmm. by somebody that way, I think is just that's what life is about. To mm-hmm. have a child see you in that light and then, that's and then great. like carry that on that's and great. then make generations of children. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not always joking,
0: <laughs> no, I'm very it's, it's... Um,
1: emotional. I, I can't retell my favorite movies because this is what happens. Mm. If I tell you like the end of The Wedding Singer, <laughs> forget about
0: it. Love it. I love it. That <laughs> it. was no, great. Yeah.
1: Do you know what I mean, though?
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely know what you mean. Um, it's something definitely, I feel like, worth aspiring to. With, yeah. uh, it's, it's also a... Uh, it is interesting looking back on, like, childhood as well, just in general, and thinking about the stuff that made impressions on yeah. you as a kid and like, that you remember about interactions you had with adults or other family members mm-hmm. and then the idea of being able to do that for somebody else at some point yeah. like that's kind of a nice, it's yeah. a nice it's a nice thing i don't have the, you, the urges of the kids reproducing, of reproducing yeah. but uh do you
1: think uh, eventually yeah, you know, for maybe. sure
0: for sure i don't and uh, in, in that same episode i was talking to my great-grandma at the very end about because i'm eddie
1: yeah, you have
0: a fifth. At the fifth, and I asked her. I don't know. You probably didn't listen to the whole thing. I'm gonna assume, but at the very end, I asked her about the co- the continuity of the Eddie the Eddie lineage. Oh
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> of like, I don't have any kids oh, yet. Oh, no, I don't
1: think I heard that. Is there
0: any pressure on continuing the Eddie line because she was married to Eddie Jr.? Right. I'm Eddie. Five. Oh, does
1: the Eddie have to? Am name
0: I obligated you have by to the father? Family?
1: The next Eddie. Yeah,
0: am I obligated to name? Let's say if I yeah. do have kids at all boy pops out yeah this is eddie the sixth yeah
1: (laughs) is it edward it's eduardo eduardo yeah what about what if you have a girl and edwina and eddie is such a cute name for a girl i like the. that doesn't
0: work i like the masculine
1: names that's kind of cool
0: it's kind of cool actually i feel like i
1: i love like george i have a whole list also in my phone of
0: Baby boy names. names for girls?
1: Girls and... Well, just my. if a, I have a girl or a boy. A
0: girl named George?
1: Georgia and call her Georgie. Oh, Georgia. How Not just cute George. is that? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't just be straight George. <laughs> I, um, I love... Uh, Name Char Charles Charlie, mm. but we're Darwins, so we can't mm. name a boy Charles, Charles Darwin. Darwin. Oh, no. Um but we could uh name a girl Charlotte and call her Charlie and she could be Charlie Darwin. How cute is that?
0: Charlie Darwin. That's great. For a girl. That's great. It's great. I buy into it. <laughs> so no Eddie okay, yeah. But the joke with my friends early on, too, was like, well, no, the girl will not be named Eddie, was the initial yeah. thought. And I just keep. It's kind of like back in the old Middle Ages of. Right. You just bring in different women until they, until until they bear. Yeah. Until <laughs> they bear a <her> son. <laughs> so that was the plan. And then, and then you slaughter the women that mess, you know, don't right, do it of right. Right. As that's you kinda, do. Yeah. Yeah. And so there, that, how, how did your
1: grandma feel about
0: that? No, she. No, what she was saying was. I don't know. She didn't quite answer the question. Yeah. She was kind of implying that you know, no, it's it's doesn't no, do what you're do what makes you what yeah. feels right and no no pressure on that. Technically five like it's, it's great. Yeah. And and uh like I think her thought was once you reach the fifth generation down. From like her perspective yeah she
1: she saw all of it the history unfold
0: so yeah she she knew eddie number one yeah to eddie that was five. her husband right junior was husband oh wow so his dad was okay who know holy cow so she knew five generations of eddie
1: <laughs> wow
0: so she's like well success yeah success so
1: you can't hope for it to go forever And to be able to see five generations is just amazing. That's crazy. It'd be nice to know, like, there will, it will go on for that long, but to, like, see it all unfold is spectacular. It's a whole
0: thing. It's a whole thing. I'm going
1: to be a very old mother. I I would be great if I, I mean, I can't imagine being able to see my great-grandchildren.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially
1: if my children wait as long as I do, I'm going to be doing to them what my parents are doing to us. Which is... Like, give me some grandkids.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure.
1: And especially me, because that's the whole goal. That's the whole
0: goal. Otherwise, what was the point? <laughs> what
1: was the point of having <laughs> you? You should have seen my Instagram bio. Yeah, I wanted to be a fancy grandma. <laughs>
0: exactly. Which is where this all started on this tangent. Not a tangent, but... All right, so are you looking forward to old age? Is that also no, part of the grandma thing? No,
1: uh-uh, okay. no. I am. I'm are you really? No, I want to stay young. I think it's going to be very startling to okay. see the aging actually start. To ha- I, I don't have any grays. I, I don't know. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I look the same as I've looked. I'm sure I, I, I think my face is actually like thinned out mm-hmm. over, like in my 20s. I was like, had a little, actually prefer, I prefer it now. But once the, once everything starts drooping, oh, okay, okay. Like I think this is becoming like a oh. little, I could see,
0: I could see you the see jowls the forming. Sure. Yeah.
1: And that startles me. That's interesting. I don't, yeah. no.
0: So, all right. But have you thought about the quirks that you have I'm, I'm gonna be Ar- the
1: funniest old lady, right? Yeah. <laughs> is that what you I mean, used?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like projecting your yeah. current self over the progression of what you yeah. may be later and like how adorable that's gonna be. Like is that a thought that you have? <laughs>
1: well, I I've always <laughs> had this fear that I was gonna grow up to be be Arthur because I'm so tall.
0: <laughs> Arthur.
1: Be Arthur. The one who plays um, who played Dorothy on the Golden Girls.
0: Nope. Oh what? Sorry.
1: You have to I'm watch sure. The Golden Girls. Some of the best jokes are in The Golden Girls. Okay. Very good writing, very like quippy. Anyway, she's like the sarcastic one that has most of the one-liners. Um, and she was just Bea Arthur was a comedic genius and uh, I would be are so you? lucky to be like Bea Arthur, but I she was always so tall. She's the same height as me. Oh, I looked so you're it all right. up. I think I actually might be a little taller than her. And um, but compared to uh, Rue McClanahan, Rue McClanan, Estelle McLennan. Getty, and, uh, and uh, Betty White. They're all itty-bitty. They're, like, just over five yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah, they're so tiny. So she's towering, which I am usually towering over people. And That's I great. just feel like I'm going to be a large old lady. And I think you're supposed to be – hopefully I'll shrink. You'll shrink. A bit. <laughs>
0: You'll get that hunch in. And... No,
1: I'm hoping to stay, like, active, and I'm realizing how important – physical fitness is mm-hmm. just to like be able to be comfortable in life and I don't want to start like seizing up and yeah. not be able to lift things and it, it's already kind of that's, that's a
0: real talk for yeah sure scary. it's scary and
1: you have to start young because once you're like 50s you or 60s it's like it's hard to get even now it's like when we Go off of our routine. It's very hard to get back. I went roller skating yesterday, and I was like, my back hurt. Oh, geez,
0: and Lord, I please, 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 oh, of... please.
1: No, I did. <laughs> it really did. My knees click from doing um, spin and squats. Uh-huh. See, if you use your body, you also kind of ruin it. So there's no winning. It's, it's you a just lose have lose. It's,
0: it's an aging process. But I no, I think about. I guess I was like projecting onto you a little bit, but I think about quirks. That I have now that are kind of like weird.
1: And you're like, that will be adorable. And I'm like, like,
0: when I'm old and I'm just like at the dinner table making these weird, or just, I don't know, I do like these weird hums and oohs, like ooh, ooh, (laughs) ah, mm. (laughs) hmm, Like when I'm just in conversation listening to people and it's just like, oh, He's just old over oh there. He doesn't really hear us. He's just... <laughs> That's
1: so funny to be able to like step outside of yourself and say, like, that was, look it. That's going to be really cute on old Eddie.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to playing into it, if anything. like Ideally, yeah. you're, you're self-aware. You take it up a notch. There's a self-awareness yeah. where you're just playing up the grandpa yeah. role. I don't know, I thought, I thought quite a bit about it. I'm like, it's going to be great.
1: Yeah, you're going to have some fun with it.
0: Yeah, so otherwise, again, what's the point? What's the point? If you're not going to capitalize on who you are. <laughs> okay. This is, felt like, a simple one. We All right, we talked a little bit about... I didn't know this ahead of time, but you mentioned that you've worked every single job under the sun. Yeah. Um, I did want to... There seems like... You mentioned that you're a big fan of sourdough and that you're a baker. Yeah. What is what is is there anything in there worth? Is there what? Tell me, uh,
1: what talking about or like? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, is there is? I I don't bake. I, uh. I don't know if sourdough was like a quarantine lockdown phase everybody oh, got no. into. Uh-uh. Oh, I was see. doing
1: My sourdough starter <laughs> is named Robbie Start.
0: Okay. Do you
1: know the wedding singer? Uh, another I, I, nod to my favorite I've film. seen it. Um, his name oh, is Robbie a- Hart. So you're supposed to name your sourdough starter. It's a thing.
0: Okay. It makes um, the bread better.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's your leaven. And, and that's your yeast. So yeah. you don't have to – you just add some starter and – flour and water and salt and that and then mm. it rises. It's amazing. Okay, so okay. mine is um, over a year old. mine I, or oh no, you know what I, I started it before, but then I killed it and so I did I think I did start another one during the
0: during lockdown. Yeah,
1: I think I did. I think it was like no February. I started it in February so okay. we didn't know what was before us. yeah So yeah, yeah it was a pre-pandemic starter and it's still going, you feed it, you you throw out the discard every day or you make bread with it and then you just add flour and water and it bubbles up again. It's basically I'm like a live
0: unfamiliar, unfamiliar? Yeah, yeah. I would have to see it.
1: I do everything basically yeah. though. I love yeah, like this is
0: this is a thing you've always done.
1: I've I've always done a little bit of everything, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Which I feel like is like a downfall Mm. And also a blessing. Like, if I, I mean, I have a lot to talk about, of a lot of interests. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can go have a meeting with somebody and not talk about the fact that I'm an actor. But, um, but also, it, it, it's hard for me to focus on certain things because there's so many things that I want to do. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, and I could see myself like being a baker. I had a, um, a business, a wedding company that I ran out of my kitchen, like where the kitchen table and everything is, that used to be stacked to the ceiling with antique dishes in, like, racks. So I collected and curated this collection of antique china goblets, flatware, and I would rent them out to weddings. And I did that for, like, four years. And I ran it from here. Everything had to be hand-washed, and I would carry those racks, like, up and down these stairs. It was so much work, and I sold it right before the pandemic happened. I shipped everything to Ohio in December of
0: 2019.
1: Yeah, it like the timing was amazing. But that was like, I love weddings. I love doing. I love doing that. But it mm-hmm. was something that pulled my focus away from like acting and writing. Right. And um, I would love to be a florist. I love arranging flowers. That's like another dream job of mine. But that's just like something else that would pull me away. Have you
0: had um, cuz you mentioned weddings, you didn't that was your extent to providing to weddings was the yeah, was a dish. Do, you yeah. didn't you didn't do any event coordinating or jump no, but into I that. I should
1: have. Now I kind of want to do like event design. I just threw a, a baby shower for my friend during yeah, the pandemic. I read
0: about that did in your you blog. See,
1: did you read my blog? Yeah, Thank you
0: so much. Yeah. Um,
1: so, and I designed the whole thing, and I baked everything for that, and I did the I flowers. Saw, that was crazy. I did a lot.
0: That was crazy. <laughs> which, Very cool. Which,
1: I I mean, if I wasn't, like, trying to save money and everything, I could hire out. But also, I just, like, I just want it oh, all to be mine, Especially my, for
0: that specific experience. Yeah.
1: It was so... You know, it was
0: the involvement was kind of the point. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And we had to keep it so intimate, and... Um, but yeah, I, I the baking kind of did happen during the pandemic. I okay. started like painting cakes and cookies and stuff in oh, okay, the pandemic. Okay. It's like an art form. But then it's like hard because we try not to eat sugar most of the time. Mm-hmm. And then how do I bake and do my art and then not eat it?
0: Because that's that's the issue with baking though too, yeah. right? Is it's always um, what do we what do we say? What do people try not to eat? gluten no not no. gluten specifically it was carbs carbs the carbs yeah yeah it's, it's a carb life it's not it's a carb life
1: yeah it's not it's
0: a great show it's, show name no,
1: carb life
0: <laughs> it's yeah. a carb life
1: it's not conducive to being an actor if you're in the category of um not like extreme character actor <laughs> where you like have to worry about Maintaining your body size that Mm -hmm. you your and your headshot. I mean, you just can't change very much. And um, I don't know. That sounds a little bit like phobic.
0: The fear of like fat phobic or something. I don't mean that at all. Changing your just the fear of change of face face change. Yeah.
1: Well, no. I guess I well for my type, I feel like I I have to stay
0: for your type. I I have to stay fit. Well, no, for sure being fit is great anyway it's a great um yeah excuse to no
1: no it's yeah. a, it's, it's good for your life it i is. feel very i feel when i cut sugar out of my diet i feel kind of like um i imagine it is when people drink a lot and they cut out alcohol mm. like i just I, I feel healthy when i wake up my mind is clearer i have more energy Mm-hmm. Which I imagine, like, you know, when you drink a lot and then you stop doing that, you stop waking up kind of hungover every
0: day. Right, oh, yeah, definitely.
1: More hydrated.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, when I have an event, it's, it's great because then I can, yeah. I can bake for them and then yeah. get it out of the house. That's
0: great, house. <laughs> that's great. So jumping back to the, the baby shower experience a little bit, I guess the curiosity... Because you mentioned, um, again, in, in your blog that uh, at, up until that point, I don't necessarily... I didn't take a note on when the baby shower happened, mm. but it sounded, oh, like, sounded like it was a deep, deep lockdown. Yeah. Where...
1: It was October you, yeah, of 2020.
0: Where you hadn't done anything for a long time right. because of the whole... Doing our part. Thing. Right, yeah. So I was curious on if hosting the event changed any perspective on what is possible during the COVID time.
1: Yeah, that was exactly why I wanted to share it. Yeah. Because it was like, well, we're still wearing masks and a lot of... I mean, I feel like this it could very well extend, especially if people are not getting vaccinated. And then there's another variant that's coming over that... The vaccine protects against, but people don't want to take the vaccine, um, and we're just going to have another outbreak. I could very well see that happening, which mm-hmm. is so frustrating because it's just like we yeah. all want to get back to life. Scout, are you coming out? <laughs>
0: it's all are you coming
1: out?
0: Yeah, because there was the news. I don't know. I'm. I'm I, the new, oh, I hate the news. The news. <laughs> the news. There was the 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 scare the scare headline of like. Very contagious, very effective, specific in uh, strain from India right. was found in Los Angeles. Right.
1: Yeah, it's here. And
0: I'm like, well, we've had every strain in L.A. Yeah, it's not like, uh, yeah I don't
1: think it's anything to worry know. about if you... Um, do you want to come up here? She wants to um, be part of the world. Oh, hey.
0: And, uh, then, and then there's the news of we're at like 50% of the country has been vaccinated, which right. is very cool. But yeah we're ahead of it, every country but, but it, we
1: have all the vaccines like we should be at we need 70% right yeah
0: and then and then they were showing the percent. I think it was um, last week tonight John Oliver and watched oh, his segments him. yeah and the percentage was yeah we want to reach 70% percent but then if based on polling there's a percentage of people that are straight up no I'm not going to get the right. vaccine yeah. And then there's kids that can't get vaccinated. That's why it's so selfish. The the percentages will never... There's no way... It's impossible to reach the thing. I
1: think that they're just going to... I think there's going to be a mass exodus of these people that won't get vaccinated and won't acknowledge that this is a real thing. And also, unfortunately, like the people that can't take the vaccine are going to also be victims of that because... There's all these unvaccinated people walking around spreading this virus that's still, I mean, I just makes me livid to no end. But, yeah, so <laughs> Chase, and, uh, Chase and I were very, very um, diligent about, you know, doing everything sure, sure. by the book. And when when she announced that she was pregnant, it was actually, like, right at the start of lockdown. Mm. And this is going to be their only child. They're only having one. And she didn't get like a bachelorette kind of thing. She got married abroad in Scotland, in his country. Sounds great. Yeah, it was beautiful. They got married in a castle. It was beautiful. Um, but she, I just, she really wanted to have a baby shower, and I was kind of like, okay, well, it can be like ten people max. Yeah. And it was, including her and her mom, who's in the same, who was living with her at the time. Yeah. Um, there were just. Ten of us total. So it was super intimate. It was outside. I don't think in October we were quite hitting like those holiday, because it was hot weather still. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. during the summer we were, I mean, it was bad numbers this whole that whole year, but I feel like it was one of the dips where...
0: In temperature, you're, you're referring no, to temperature? in, in or numbers, COVID, COVID numbers. Okay. Yeah,
1: our hospitals weren't overflowing. And I was like, okay, well... We can do this. I was, I, I was like, I think we should just do it after, yeah. after the pandemic. But, um,
0: which we, we which we're the, still, we wouldn't have known. I mean, yeah, it's an indefinite, like, yeah, yeah. Sure. The baby
1: might be two, but then <laughs> we'll have a shower for you. Um, so anyway, she had just bought a house in during the pandemic yeah, as well. Yeah. She was very busy, so we had a backyard area to to host it, and then I um, through my wedding connections, my company was very similar to one in ventura called otis and pearl (laughs) for all of your vintage (laughs) rental needs um she had all of these like vintage rugs and poofs and pillows and stuff to Mm -hmm. sit on so um she let us borrow those and every girl had like their own picnic area so we were all just outside on our own little rugs and I made picnic baskets for everyone and Mm -hmm. all of the foods were like individual there Mm -hmm. wasn't like a quiche we were cutting into or anything yeah um and and most of us wore masks outside too like while we weren't eating I mean everybody was pretty careful and we had no outbreaks it all went fine so
0: yeah yeah
1: it worked out (laughs) But, yeah, I think that, like, people can do that going forward. I was like, this is an example of how to host an event if there should be a pandemic mm-hmm. or if you have something coming up. You can, It's possible. Yeah,
0: because you um, – I feel – okay. Because you, you talked a little bit in the piece as well, piece referring to your blog. My blog? Again,
1: Thank you so much. Is
0: uh, you're uh, educating a little bit in the beginning of the evolution of – the shower baby shower Mm -hmm. baby shower yeah in general you're like back in the 90s it was more of like (laughs) it was more done in this fashion but now it's kind of evolved into this newer thing yeah i wasn't quite sure i guess maybe you could educate me a little bit more now but on if i have i've maybe been to a handful of baby showers if that maybe like two in my life yeah I don't even remember much about them, but
1: well, see, that's also that's a right away. That's a no-no for me.
0: The the um, lack of remembrance.
1: The, no, the um, <laughs> I or me think being,
0: being, being invited in the you first You being place. at
1: the shower. It's
0: it's more of a yeah, you know, unisex unisex life yeah. where where gender is irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I just
1: think. I mean, I I I think that. Um, yeah, there's no way to say this now where it doesn't sound offensive, but I grew up being like, it was like a ladies' day, you know, like yeah. the dads would go golfing.
0: That's what everybody really wants, I think.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you, the, if kidding, you, you've got like a everybody. gay best friend, he's invited, you know, but... But the 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 dudes, anyone who's like a dude, whether you're male or female, they're not going to have fun at the shower or the kind of showers that I want to host. Sure, sure. I remember showers just being like, you know, just like a very low key event. Somebody who had a really beautiful house would host it, yeah. and you'd play silly little games, and you would eat quiche. And
0: we're we're similarly aged. Yeah. And you refer In the to 90s. the nineties. Yeah. I don't imagine you going to baby.
1: I went to a lot of baby showers. Well, because I would go with my mom, so okay. I went to like my cousin Adrian's baby shower. I went. To, I went to all okay. the baby. Okay, and
0: showers. those are those are. They're
1: happy memories for me that's because great. I just felt like, ooh, I'm one of the ladies, and we will. Um, you know, we'll yeah. eat cake and we'll do the yarn, which is also a terrible game. But it's like there's a game um, where you you do a yarn yes, measurement. How yes. big do you think ha- the lady is? <laughs>
0: oh my! How
1: big do you think her belly is? I did you, play that game. The, yeah. yeah, the trick is to underestimate.
0: I overestimate. Oh, you
1: all—they always overestimate. That is the way <laughs> that you lose the game. I um, <laughs> we just played this actually. with My sister in law had a baby. I usually measure myself and then I add just a tiny bit mm-hmm. because really, and also, like, especially if they're like a petite lady, just my, I'm going to be naturally like a little bit bigger, wider in the back. And then, and I, and I lost the game because I cut off an inch at the last you minute. I guessed. was like, oh, it's too, it's too big. And I cut off an inch and then it just, was like an inch too short is it it price is
0: right rules with closest without going over oh no
1: not with it's just like whoever's the closest i think somebody got like it exact so it would have been a tie um
0: but yeah like the 90s
1: baby showers i just i feel like when we were kids we didn't have social media and we didn't have this constant. it was so good it was so good i really wish it would all just go away
0: we we had it we had it you know it is what it is
1: there's no way to go back now you can't
0: but genie is out it's
1: just so sad it's so sad that we can never go back um because i feel like so much of we're living online now like now people throw events for the pictures and it's disgusting and i and of course like there was a part of me like the baby shower that i threw for jenny was way more elaborate than the baby showers that I went to in the nineties where it was just in a a Mm -hmm. honeysuckle covered, color covered house and it was a beautiful day and there were maybe some balloons, you know, it wasn't, now you have to compete. I tried to submit this one to a blog and they were like, Oh, this is beautiful and blah, But you know, we just don't think there's enough here. And I was like, what they're saying is we didn't have a plywood backdrop with a, peacock chair the, the classic and f- Pinterest there's like a Pinterest yeah. yeah and it's like whatever's in right now is just so ugh it's just terrible and I and I think that people <laughs> like after my wedding mm-hmm. I was like I would lay in bed at night and second guess decisions that I had made which is it was so unhealthy and I would be like oh I could have done this and trends change oh, okay, so okay. quickly Yeah, yeah. yeah. in events especially in the wedding world that there's no way to like always stay on trend. I'm actually writing my wedding blog right now cuz our oh, nice. anniversary, our 5 year anniversary is at the end of the month and Congratulations. thank you. <laughs> um and I'm going back and and looking at the pictures now. It's kind of very like cottage core, what they call now, it's cottage core. It's very like 90s inspired. Okay. It was okay. in 2016. But, and, which at the time wasn't, like, super in, but now it's kind of mm. trendy. So it's mm-hmm. just so stupid to try and, like, follow the trends. You just have to do what makes you happy and what.
0: There you go. I was going to ask for the advice. Yeah. What mm. made, like. Because you, you um, are also a, what you would call, what, what would you call, or what is called, uh, Master Thrifter.
1: I am a Master Thrifter. So
0: I'm assuming that also plays into... I thrifted this. Wonderful.
1: (laughs) Two (laughs) dollars. I find so much joy. This is all thrifted. I find so much joy over like telling people how much I paid for things. This is actually (laughs) one of my coolest thrifts. Did you see this? I if, put if, this if on you social don't mind media. If
0: describing it for the listeners, oh, if, can that are they watching? not see
1: it? Um, well, they it, can
0: see it on the video, but not on yeah, the his face audio. might
1: be cut off. Um, so this is oh, great. Uh, I call him Frank because um, he just looks like a Frank to me. Although somebody pointed out that he looks exactly like Bernie Sanders mm, when he was the meme the
0: meme. Yeah, the
1: meme Bernie. Um, but he just looks like a fisherman to me, or something. And I love it's very hard finding. Um, original portraits. Mm. This is kind of mm. like, it's very rare. This is a, an original, um, that's an original, that's a print. It's hard to find a written. This is oh, like okay. a, this you. is an original. You. Some of these are pretty good, pretty like well known artists. Um, it's just like treasure hunting when you find right, them, right. but this guy I found in, um, a North Hollywood thrift store and I turned him over. He's wearing a red hat and, uh, it's just kind of bundled up and I turned him over and I saw this Polaroid stuck in the back and I was like, it couldn't be flip it over, take it, you go for it. It's the reference photo. Oh, okay. that
0: I was asking about, or I want to ask about prepping for a wedding while also being a master thrifter. We dropped out on audio at some point where we were talking about uh, this nice backdrop that we have here. All the
1: thrifted goodies. The
0: thrifted goodies. Yeah. So I guess with that, yeah, I was just asking about that on on the standard of you knowing what you like and being able to hand that off to maybe somebody else or how you did it. I don't know um yeah i started
1: thrifting when i that was like the one thing that i knew that i wanted for our wedding was Mm. at the time vintage mismatched china was kind of like Mm. trendy Mm.
0: okay okay and
1: i was like and we got married up out like an hour outside of yosemite in this tiny little woods town woodland town so um There there's not a lot we had to bring everything in and I was like well I can just start thrifting. We didn't have a a date set and so I just every time I had any free time I would just thrift and I would spend like 12 13 hours a day Sometimes (laughs) anytime I ended up in a new area of LA because at the time I was doing these environmental assemblies where oh they hated us but we would go into elementary schools and do like this really cheesy dance on like and song Mm
0: -hmm. the whole
1: presentation on reduce reuse recycle and um, e-waste and all of that kind of things it was
0: and they hated you
1: the children I mean if it was like kindergarten (laughs) through third grade it was like okay this this will be a fine day but if it was like fourth fifth Sometimes they would throw the sixth graders in at us, and oh, it was just brutal. It was so, oh, (laughs) it was such like an, anyway, so in between, I would go all over L.A., (laughs) and um, if I was like in Pomona, I would be like, I'm going to see what thrift stores are in Pomona, Mm -hmm. and at the time, I was just going to like the dish section. I would just go real quick, in and out, and that was all I looked at. Mm. And then, um, so I built this that business up, and I did thrift for a lot of, th- like, everything so the for business, our wedding. So the
0: business, so you thrifted so the, for your own wedding. Yeah,
1: turned into a business because I, the, cause
0: you already had yeah, everything.
1: I started learning the china, and now I can like pick up a plate and tell you if it's bone china without looking at the back. I can kind of tell, like, how old it is, mm. Um, mm. the stamps, you you learn a lot by the stamps and the manufacturers, and you can be
0: one of those experts. They call in on like that pawn, the, the pawn yeah. shop, yeah. <laughs> like, pawn stars. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna call Brook in and tell us more about this. Like this
1: is Limoges. Like, I I did found a set. I did find a set in Long Beach that was Limoges made for like this jewelry company or like this mm. family, and it was very ornate, white and gold. So then I um, I, and you can like look into the history of them. There, it's mm. pretty cool, mm. but um. I became obsessed with it and I started buying things that I was like, well, I'm not going to use this for our wedding probably, but it's too good to pass up. Sure, it's too good sure, a deal. Sure. And I ended up creating like a whole business out of it. And I had different collections. I'd have like the blue and white, mm. kind of like that English china and then floral china and the white and gold collection and then i had gold flatware and silver flatware it was like i would i started booking weddings and they would be like oh i like you know i like this collection but do you have pink goblets and i would say sure and then i would go buy them (laughs) i would go thrift or i would have in desperate cases i would order them off ebay because a lot of the stuff was manufactured in the midwest and it's it's really expensive and hard to find out here, especially now. Now I go thrifting, and I I wouldn't be able to build the company that I did because I hardly ever see the things that I used to thrift. In like, and this was like 2014, 15. Mm-hmm. Now thrifting is like so trendy. Oh, okay, everybody's a thrifter. I came late to the game. I during the pandemic, I was like, well, I've been doing this for years, and I started a YouTube channel where mm. I take people thrifting with me but I mean I came in so late there's already these people that are just you know so famous for thrifting um and then and then from that I just started I think I started thrifting clothes when I like really needed a pair of pants that I wanted 100% cotton jeans, and they just didn't make them. Even, like, the fanciest, they were all stretchy, and they're not going to last that long. Yeah. So I was hunting down, and I found a pair of Calvin Kleins from the 90s yeah. that were 100% cotton. It was, like, the thrill of that, and then that got me into, like, hunting for vish- vintage fashion.
0: Sure, so, sure. like,
1: 90% of my wardrobe is thrifted now. And then, um, and then I just wish that I had known, like – now my Instagram, like my fancy Instagram, is yeah, where two, I share my home. Accounts, yeah. yeah, I kind of abandoned the other, the other one. I have more followers on my, yeah, yeah, uh, on my home styling okay, DIY. I'll, it's I'll, more. I'll, I'll
0: have to switch over. Yeah, I, I have this. Poli- this is a random. I have this policy where if somebody has multiple accounts, I just try to just follow one of them. Oh, you
1: do? Yeah, yeah switch so. over because I'm not even <laughs> posting on that other one for like years. That's why I also don't really believe in having two accounts. And I was like, well, I'm just gonna, that was my business account. The one.
0: Mm-hmm. you The actor centric one versus. I had the, the actor one that was more like my
1: personal one. And then I had a business account for my company. Oh, okay. And got when you, I sold you. the company, I kept that business account and just started sharing more thrifting DIYs, home decor kind of stuff. So.
0: Yeah that's you know and everything's there and like you're baking i think yeah. you put like little
1: it's i put everything on right there yeah. yeah and that's why i was like well this is you know nobody wants to be like i'm on set like how how boring is that <laughs> just all the time i want pictures of you are on set great Ooh. show me a gallery wall oh, <laughs> show no. me like how to
0: <laughs> well that's that's me just feeling attacked now cuz that's all i post
1: No, I don't think so. I think you have interesting things. You have like with people. And I just think it's silly when people have an actor account. Like that should, you are the product. Why would you make a separate account for your acting?
0: Well, there's the fear of um, saturating the people that they already have with photos of set when they want to have. Here's me at the beach, and right. here's me working.
1: But I feel like...
0: It's one and the same, yeah.
1: I know, but like, I had this stand-up, like one of my first stand-up jokes was like, I, like another one of my friends made a Facebook fan page for themselves. And here's the thing, like, if you have time to run a fan page for yourself, you probably
0: don't need one.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> like the fact, do you have an actor page?
0: Oh, no. Oh, no, Eddie. I mean, I don't have an actor page. Do you so. have a director page? I no, think... I don't have a director page. Oh, okay. I don't do that. I but just... I know people who do... And it just makes me feel bad. Oh,
1: <laughs> they, well, they just need to. Somebody needs to tell them. I'll be the one to tell okay. them.
0: All right.
1: Don't have an actor page for yourself unless you're so like the the reason that people have fan pages is because they're so busy working all the time that they can't run yeah, they a have, fan page. They for have
0: them. a media manager. Yeah. That handles that. And now
1: yeah. we have like this social media age where a lot of the celebrities are active on social media anyway. So there's. Like people just want to see into your lives. They don't want to see all of those like polished pictures of mm-hmm. and and the friends that I had that would have an actor page, it was like they're just sharing the same thing, so they would like share it there, and then they would share that post on their like personal. It's just like this is
0: too much, so, so you had a you had a bit about that that was the bit that was that it was, that was the bit that was the whole thing and then the, your audience is full of actors, already, yeah, I know they're all just like. <laughs>
1: boom no actually (laughs) that was (laughs) no no no. No, no, you know what at open my i mean it's like it's no the audience is mostly normal people people going to see stand-up not a lot of actors actors don't like to support each other it's hard to get your friends to come out to your shows but they're the people that live in burbank and work and they want to go see comedy on the weekends yeah um and then the people at open mics are comics that think they're too good for all
0: that and they would probably not have a page for themselves I don't know I I, because I I semi I didn't meet you through Avital or Avital Ash right but I kind of semi did is that why
1: you were at the show I was at the
0: show because of Avital and um, I had initially met her because I went to this like free comedy night underground play it was like a Nice little wine shop that had, like, an underground section for a free show. Oh,
1: in, like, Silver Lake Echo Park area, right?
0: Maybe.
1: I think I know. I've done, like, open mics okay. there. Yeah.
0: And uh, me and a buddy just dropped in because we were kind of bored. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like, oh nah, nah, nah. And, Yeah. And then everybody in that circle was comedians except for me and my buddy. Okay. So my initial thought was, like, well, it's... But that was, like, a specific event where... I don't know. I thought just because it was free, you can just show up and practice your material. Yeah, and... well, you
1: can. I mean, that's amazing to have. That's why open mics are so brutal, is because it's mostly just like bless you for going and sitting and being an audience <laughs> member, because it's mostly comedians that are just trying to work on their stuff. And the um, there was a a woman's open mic at I think it was called at Tau or Dao, I think it's it's spelled with a T, but it's pronounced with Dow in mm-hmm. like, um, like on Western Boulevard, um, Bobby Oliver runs it or ran it. And on Monday nights, it was just like a women's uh, open mic. And that was the most supportive, helpful open mic that I would go to because people would stay the whole time. We would actually like laugh if the joke was funny. I always would try and make an effort to, even if it's it's not funny in the moment, like I knew that it would work in front of an audience, I would try and give it a laugh.
0: Oh, you know
1: what I mean? That's that's, that's the whole point of doing an open mic is to work out your material and see which jokes are landing and which aren't. Open mics are brutal. I never had a bad show, but I had mostly bad open mics. It's just a different different, audience. Yeah. Yeah. So it's mostly comedians that are just worried about their own stuff, and they're not really paying attention to the person on stage. It's like, why are you doing that? Because when you get on stage, you're going to need everybody to pay attention to your jokes. There's this coolness among the struggling L.A. comedians that is – very unappetizing yeah they need to be a little bit more supportive of each
0: other well it's kind of like what is it is it similar to the effect of actors supporting actors like yeah supporting comedians is yeah similar similar relationship it's all yeah like
1: we're all performers we all need each other to we can't just be performing to nothing um yeah
0: yeah so i don't know I feel like we were talking about thrifting at some point in there, and then, then tracked it off. So I, I don't need to. I don't know if we have you can to come go back there. to thrifting. I don't know. Uh, okay, so I don't remember
1: what. I, the only other thing that I will say about thrifting is that I wish that I had realized when I was younger, and like creating. Oh, sorry. Keep doing that. Um, creating a home. Hmm this is important especially because you know if you're coming to LA if you're going to do any career in this business you should have a sanctuary you should have a home you should have things that you enjoy to do that have nothing to do with acting so when you don't have those things to fulfill you you have a separate life and um thrifting is a fun activity it's such a fun hobby and it's good for the planet and it's so affordable to create like a beautiful home without spending a ton of money. This couch was a Craigslist find. <laughs> Everything. Sure. This couch was a Craigslist find. I think it's like a $1000 IKEA couch like if you bought it new. Okay, okay. I bought it for 150 and then I I got a brand new cover for it. So on, like, there's... For the entirety of the For the, the couch. entire couch, yeah. The ottoman, this is just, like, a little... And I got sample swatches, so I could pick the color velvet I wanted. And then, and I spray-painted the legs gold, which I want to replace those with, like, more, like, whittled legs, like the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this... Coffee table, Chase loves. It's so rough and rustic, but I do a, a lot of projects here, mm-hmm. and it's
0: very sturdy. Looks like a good workbench. It's like a workbench.
1: Well, it was free. It was. We had a guy who lived in the building for like 30 years, and he was a gardener, so this was like his gardening table, mm. and then the landlords made him throw it away for some reason, and we were like, well, we'll take it, and we brought it into the apartment <laughs> and I did my our wedding invitations I've worked on my dollhouse on this table mm-hmm. I've I mm-hmm. sand you can see like I mean it's real rough I can refinish it at some point but it's like <laughs> it's probably stuff on it um but it's you know no, it's great it's, it's great. functional yeah. Chase won't let me replace the legs I want to replace those with like more farmhouse cute like whittled legs but it's so sturdy that he's worried yeah. if I if I change the legs You'll it's gonna ruin be wobbly it. yeah
0: it's a risk factor
1: so it's like I would definitely replace the coffee table but
0: we have our yeah, meals here Yeah, no it's that's great advice and I like it a lot did that not answer your question I don't know there's oh, okay. no, there no question Oh, okay <laughs> but like I think about it's it's very lovely I haven't, cause I've only been in LA. I'm November is going to be three years for okay. me, and uh, I haven't been in a consistent spot long enough yeah. to be able. Because you'd mentioned you've been here effectively over forever. nine years, yeah. So it's kind of like there's. I can tell. It's like all right, great. Yeah, we
1: moved in. It's,
0: it's 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 great, and I am. It, it's it's very inspirational. Eddie's
1: looking at. I have shelves. Everywhere, like our TV wall is all
0: shelving. I have shelves yeah, in the like kitchen. like I like these cool golden rods that go up with whole wall, and you just have stuff jetting out of it. Well, for that's different...
1: just track shelving, and then I just – that's just standard, like, track that's shelving true. that you would have in a pantry or something, but I spray-painted the tracks gold, and it looks a little fancier. That's no,
0: And cool. you can
1: move those shelves around, too. No, that's I the fun thing. Can... I really like to redecorate constantly mm-hmm. and
0: – those are it uh, makes it easy yeah. to uh, to adjust yeah yeah no it's uh I look forward to the day when I have a yeah yeah well, no it's, it seems great and I I, I,
1: I oh. I'm I'm to the point where like I just can't wait till we have our house and mm. I want because there's so many I want to put up wallpaper I want a powder room that's just like Bam, like a real funky powder room where I can put up some fun wallpaper or paint it like really dark and dramatic. And then you can just, I want to remodel. I want to do fun stuff. I really want to restore a vintage house and bring it back to like, oh my gosh, that's like the dream.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So yeah, living in an apartment, there's only so many things you can do. Like I can spackle these holes and I can repaint, but... Otherwise, there's not a whole lot.
0: Then you're you're got to get creative. Yeah, it seems like you're going as far as you can, which is great. <laughs> yeah, I'm pushing as, the limits. Great. Um, let's see. I want to talk. Is there so? I guess. Um. Comedy. hmm Stand-up comedy. Yeah. We we talked a little bit about it, but um, what are your current thoughts now that there's like this? the force stepping away from that, how, what are your current opinions on jumping back into doing that again? Or, you, or is there any, how do, I don't know? Do you, any, to, what, what, what's the, I don't, cause we already talked about how like writing and, and acting yeah. writer, actor.
1: I do plan versus, to go back to stand up Eventually I, I was very, um, anti, zoom stand-up I, I wouldn't even watch a show because it's such like a
0: disconnection the, it's the disconnection it's like is. a
1: lie it's I don't know it's just so weird to me to do stand-up on a zoom especially because it's all about the laughs and people I think you you have to mute, mute your mics or else you get some weird feedback and you get all this weird stuff so it's like I don't know how they did it I didn't watch it maybe it worked out better than I'm assuming um But I just imagine it would just be like so quiet and you're just working your jokes out to a computer screen. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds Um, rough. Yeah, it sounds really rough. So I just kind of set stand-up aside. I have kind of come up with some like joke premises and fine-tuned some of the stuff that I've had. But this year, I feel like if anybody feels down on themselves Mm, for mm. not being creative this year, you got to let it go because – It's so hard to come up, Eddie aside. I mean, clearly you did a lot this year, but it was really hard to come up with ideas and concepts when you're not going out and seeing people. Like you're inspired when you go out into the world and you have experiences and you socialize. And so to not have that, how can you possibly expect yourself to be inspired? And you know, Mm -hmm. you have all the time, but you're missing the inspiration. so I just kind of set it aside, but I think that now that things are opening up again, I I would definitely like go back and do stand up. I don't know, I also feel like I'm older. I came into stand up, like when I was just about to turn thirty and mm-hmm. most people had done it really young and I don't know, I have I have a nice home and I have a nice husband and I I I don't like spending all of my nights at open mics that I might not even get to get up and work, mm, mm. Um, which is part of it. Like that's part of the grind you have to do. But I'm at a place in my life where I'm just like, I, this is not how I want to spend my time.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the energy management. Yeah. Kind of thing is and it's, and it's, there's investment. a lot
1: of, like I was saying, there's a lot of negative energy at those open mics, mm-hmm. not a lot of support. So it just is like a, a lot of them all, I'll feel icky after. I don't really feel, like,
0: yeah, a- you know,
1: fed <laughs> creatively. I, st- I will definitely do shows. I would be happy to continue performing. Um, but I, as far as, like, the grind of, yeah. like, doing the comedy, I just feel like I have other avenues to explore that I'd rather, like, put my time into.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, instead of writing... Uh jokes you're writing scripts and putting or, the jokes or, into yeah and the then, script, and, then yeah. and then you kind of got a little I don't know so you've like pre-produced the uh the pilot uh-huh. teaser yeah. so maybe getting more in that realm I don't know what, yeah I don't know what your
1: I mean ideally lots of options. ideally you know this year yeah. it'll be bought and we'll be so busy writing the show mm-hmm. and hopefully getting to act on it as well and so you know that mm-hmm. would that's that's the goal and I feel like that's kind of the goal with a yeah. lot of stand-up comedians too is to like be on a show eventually yeah, or be a staff sure. writer
0: yeah
1: it, it was a great thing to do for I, I mean I did it for like two years yeah I'm glad that I, I never thought I would do stand-up um, I got to perform at the Laugh Factory. I got to perform at the um, Comedy Store, and I mean, I got to do all the fun stuff.
0: Yeah, because you you said we met. Uh, that it wasn't your last show. That was the
1: last show. That was the last stand-up show that's I crazy. did. Yeah, that's very crazy. Well, because we did we did the show, and then. Do you recall um, right. what the,
0: was there a title for it? I know it was like some sort of reunion. it was reunion. like Pretty Funny
1: Women. Yeah, because I had done that class twice. Um, and that was the second round. Those girls, that was the second time I did that class. Um, which is just kind of like a writing workshop. And it's, and at the end of the class, she does a, like a presentation. Like there's a show with all yeah, the yeah, graduates yeah. of the class. Yeah. Um, so that was like a year after that class's graduation show. Mm-hmm. It was like, a, yeah, yeah, one year
0: reunion special. Yeah. Bring them on back, the classics.
1: Yeah, um, but then we went into writing the uh, show, mm-hmm. and then the pandemic happened. So right, yeah, yeah. I wasn't really no, that's
0: great. No, it was very cool. I remember. I don't. I don't necessarily remember any specific jokes, but I do remember it was great meeting you that I was I'm always nervous I hate oh,
1: you hate going up to people after I hate going up to people. really I, hate
0: it. I, hate I it so remember
1: much. you being so nice and complimentary and on the way home talking to Chase and all like that was so nice you said such nice things
0: for sure I had very nice things to say yeah. but it's still diff- I don't know there's something about the approaching yeah because I, I,
1: I nobody's ever gonna be mad at you for approaching no, them I, and being uh, like I really liked
0: what you did <laughs> I know, I know. It's still, I get... you putting yourself out there, though, yeah. In a way. It's more, I think it's out... It's maybe hard to believe, but I grew up very shy. Okay. <laughs> no, um, yeah, so I kind of just, I think it's just, like, deep roots of, like... Yeah. <gasps> I have to socialize oh, no, with somebody to, right now. Because I know, like, even as a kid, it took a while, like, even just, like, ordering my own food from a fast food yeah. place. Like, even just approaching... Like the anticipation of getting to the front of the line yeah. and then having to say the thing to do, somebody. Do you not like to talk on the phone either? No. I mean, as of right now, I've grown a lot since okay. then, but still. I don't like
1: to talk on the phone. I have huge anxiety about
0: mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Somebody
1: called me like twice no, in the that. last couple months and I haven't got
0: Phones that. are easy. I, I think I did a, I did a call center job for a while too, which helped Oh, really? break that. Oh. I did collections for a little bit, which was a fun, a fun time
1: that's an agri- well so you just came out here a couple of years ago what were
0: you doing before
1: you moved out to LA what to me that's yeah cool,
0: um, I was pursuing the film track out in Reno okay for I graduated from college in 2013 mm-hmm. so technically I've been on the pursuit since then but I didn't move until 2018 okay November 2018. So I did, like, five years of just, like, I wanted to be yeah. an actor first. Oh, really? So I did, like, two community theater shows. What did you do? I don't know. They're just dumb, local. Not dumb. They're great. <laughs> they're great shows. Like, one was a, uh, one...
1: Not, like, famous shows no, that we would no, know, like, they're, Fiddler they're on not. the Roof, like One example. was,
0: like, a like a cinema original piece from okay. a local writer that was putting a show together and was desperate for actors. And, of course, that was my very yeah. first experience in acting, very first experience. Oh, so
1: you didn't act like And wrong. it was like
0: a musical thing, too. And I was like an ensemble while also had maybe having like three lines for the whole, for okay. the whole show. <laughs> so stage, I got a little dabble into that. Yeah. Did some scene study classes. Produced my own stuff. But I was like, I'm not going to move to L.A. In, until I have like some sort of arsenal. And then I discovered very quickly I didn't want to be an actor. Yeah. I much prefer the producing side of putting myself in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Just swap myself in front of the camera or somebody else. Yeah. So yeah, I, I turned out a bunch of short films with the community. Yeah. Like I was averaging maybe two short films a month for like two Holy or three cow. years. And uh, so that's what I was doing, and then eventually I felt like I hit the ceiling of Reno. Yeah. And then I moved.
1: You have to come. And
0: then I had I had the I had the the. The machine moving enough where when I just got here, I just kept doing the same thing just in L.A. Mm-hmm. and making stuff on the side, and I had contacts. And you had from, your
1: community of filmmakers. Yeah, like
0: I had, I was able to go freelance up there before I moved, so I was able to be in a couple of productions. I had L.A. crew. Oh,
1: great. And whatever. then you make your contacts. Yeah, yeah, and then
0: I took a workshop down here for script supervising. Oh, cool. So I kind of had just little different pockets. Yeah move down into that and then
1: i think a lot of people uh, intend to be actors and then find something else that they love to do a lot of oh, people on the yeah, production yeah. side i mean chase and i went to a theater conservatory that's where we met and now mm. he's writing and directing that's okay, like kind of what he wants to do yeah um you, uh, education is wasted on the youth when you really don't know what you want to do with your life mm-hmm. right after school. Like, if I was going to the conservatory now, I would work so much harder. Oh, right, right. Than when I was 19 and just, like, in L.A. and having fun. <laughs> Go to school four hours a day. I should have spent, like, all of my time.
0: Capitalizing. Working hard, yeah. Harder. What, what, it's, it's the things we learn. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what I was doing. I forget why that came up, but yeah. Oh, I just
1: asked you why. Oh, okay. You know.
0: Yeah. Because
1: you moved, you know, in your late twenties to LA, right?
0: Yeah, I moved when I was twenty-nine.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was nineteen.
0: Yeah. That's the
1: other thing. Like, I didn't. I haven't spent all of this time pursuing acting. Like, I came out. I was in conservatory for three years. I was in a two-year program, and then you auditioned to be in the company the third year. Okay. And then they really did not set you up with a strategic game plan for the L.A. industry. It, it was ridiculous. We did a lot of plays and scene study and stuff like that. Um, and so it's very easy to get distracted and then find other things that you're passionate about. I used to do art for a while. I was doing, like, craft shows. and. Um, okay, okay. And did that for a couple of years, and then started a business. I think that like you just have this urge to connect to something where you you have like some solid success.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like this
1: is what I've done because I haven't booked anything acting wise in the last three years.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I see I see how you can make the transition to to like the production side of things, and there's a lot more control while still being creative
0: yeah plus i don't know I, I don't really feel like i got the fair chance on the acting side anyway with uh
1: well yeah you just did
0: a couple of well yeah i was gonna say um acting it's it's, it's a classic thing too with like when growing up unless you have somebody that's in the family already that's done production or whatever like you don't know what's involved right in the process mm-hmm. so you look at the movie and you're like, great, being, do yeah, it. That being Spider-Man looks like an awesome, great yeah. time. Like, yeah. let's, 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 try that out. It looks fun. And then you quickly learn that, oh, there's like a billion people behind the camera yeah. and each there's different personalities that fit in each thing. And like kind of finding your space there yeah. it takes a little while. So, but yeah, acting, I was, I was, but, but being that I had to produce my own stuff, to act in front of right I was always in my head about like um thinking about the producer side or the directing side or the or just everything yeah and it's just it's hard it's to just, focus it,
1: on a performance when you're when trying you, to see the performance talked, as well you
0: talked well. about all the hats yeah so. Being that you had the chance to wear all the hats and act, it's mm-hmm. but you had a little bit more of a stable footing in the acting realm, and plus that's yeah. that's, the, that's the goal anyway. Yeah, like you're, yeah, you know,
1: yeah, but it's you know, it is still hard. Like it's hard to when things are happening around you and you're aware of how things look mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. aware of your yeah, framing, and you're yeah. aware of, and then the crew is making jokes over here, and you're supposed to like be talking to your dead mother like it's just it's very hard to balance it all and I like that I I completely understand that Christian Bale when he had that breakdown Um, on set and yelled at the the light
0: the the gaffer or whatever that moved a thing or yeah I don't know the whole
1: story I mean obviously I wasn't there but I get it I get it I've been there where it's like you're working so hard to just focus and be in this world and be in this character and then somebody just like takes you out of it and you're like, man, I, I can't get there again.
0: No, no, it's, it's, it's tricky. It
1: yeah. sounds like it had happened a couple times too.
0: Oh, I know. Like for that sure. guy had kept, oh, it has to kept boil, walking through you know, or there's, something. There's... Yeah. Always those times on set where there's, like, the one setup where something's going wrong with each thing. It's like, oh, sorry, like, yeah. we lost battery power, we lost monitor, we lost village connection. Cut, cut, cut. Mm-hmm. All right, we fixed that. All right, get back into it. Right. Oh, so oh, we got a boom in there. Oh, yeah. All right, wait, we just reset. Let's go back a couple lines. Yeah. And then on the fifth reset, the scaffer just walks in front of you.
1: Oh, my gosh. And you're like, <laughs> I had it and I have no more in me and I can't
0: do it again. Yeah. So, I don't know. So there's that. So there's that. Let me just check here on. Oh, we're doing great. I keep having this issue with my phone. My SIM card keeps failing. Oh, it's no. You
1: have a SIM card in an iPhone?
0: Yeah. It's like the AT&T SIM. like oh. I get my service? That's how it works.
1: Oh, I have Verizon. Do they not put a card in or they do? There's
0: a card in there, I'm what? sure. What?
1: Oh, is it that thing that it's, they... There's a little hole on the side. If you oh, and they off. have a little yeah.
0: a key to get into it? Yeah. That's so, so funny. All right. We talked about that. We talked about that. Any? We'll jump into... I don't know. There's a couple little mini topics okay. maybe. Bain, you talked about esthetician.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Is it... Do you have any? It's not
1: that interesting. I'll well, just I'll cover that quickly. I went to esthetician school.
0: I was gonna ask for any what were oh, your biggest, biggest takeaways for for from that experience on that. Um, oh, I don't know how it changed your life or. If was... Oh yeah,
1: no, it didn't change my oh, life. Really? I I um. Had really good skin in junior high. I didn't go through that, like, in, in high school. I didn't go through that acne phase oh, until... I did, Oh, well, I did, oh, sure. well, oh, I oh, did, did eventually. eventually, yeah. I had, like, what they would call adult acne when I moved to L.A. Mm, um, perfect time. So, oh, yeah. And I, I had gone to ed. I was like, this would be perfect. I have such good skin. I'm going to be an esthetician. And I thought it would be, like, a side job so I wouldn't have to be, a, like, a server at a restaurant. Sure, sure. Um, but it was just so much work, so much money, And I always felt like a fraud because I had been accepted into the conservatory and I pushed it back a year, got my esthetician license and then moved to LA. So while I was in beauty school, I was like among all these people that were very passionate about skincare. And Mm. I was just like, but I'm going to be an actor. And I'm just doing this as a side job. Yeah. Um, And and I'm very passionate. Oh, and then when I moved to LA, I, I had Horrible hormonal acne and breakouts and back and forth to the dermatologists and bad prescriptions and then I realized yeah. ultimately it is your diet and your gut and your hormones and you have to get it all in check internally and then I switched all of my skincare products to very like natural things. Okay, okay. Um, and
0: sometimes I don't know, maybe this maybe it's just my thing because I had it when I was like in high school, yeah. I think, but um it's
1: probably hormones and you yeah, know you're
0: changing and then it's certain like some of it's just time too with, some of it's the, also, I don't know. I don't also know.
1: like I, I like i would have teenage boys that i would see when i worked at um before the pandemic happened i was i would go back and it has been a good thing to fall back on because mm. i'll you know i'll go work there and then i'll i'll run so, a business and then i'll go back to my esthetician okay, job sure. um but it's it's just not something i'm like super passionate about but i I'm good at it. I know enough about... I can solve acne problems because I've been through it and I see it and I would have like teenage boys where I'm like, I know exactly, like you got to wash your face, buddy. you got to wash your face. They have these bangs like this.
0: Oh no. I don't know if that's
1: still like the trend, but they have these bangs that are just so thick and going over their foreheads and they're sweating and they're playing sports. And so it's just just all here. This is also like a stress zone if you're really stressed you'll break out on your forehead this is typically hormonal along the jawline, um and then this is like bacterial acne
0: okay great. traditionally
1: like yeah. the, it can be anywhere hormonal can be any i mean it can cross barriers but sure. that's just
0: yeah the you know the,
1: the guideline yeah. um but yeah i think for most kids in high school they just aren't are not taking proper care of their skin. They're not exfoliating. Six, so dudes, many people do kids, not exfoliate. Boys. Are you exfoliating no, now, Eddie? Exfoliating. You got to get a, a very gentle, like rice powder exfoliant, and very gently exfoliate every day. Really? Very gently on a more consistent pattern. Like I, I'll do it every day, every other
0: day. It's part of your routine. Yeah. It's
1: part of my routine, um, as opposed to doing something really aggressive mm. once a week. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of back and
0: forth yeah, in the, yeah, in yeah. the community about that. But
1: exfoliation and, and just, you know, so in your I, diet.
0: I've, yeah, I know. I've been um, just the face washing. I yeah. think it's a good start, maybe. Yeah. I do that. I don't exfoliate. But maybe. Sunscreen? Sunscreen, though. No.
1: Oh, my gosh, I'm Eddie. Sorry, I'm sorry. But I, get some I, sunscreen. I've taken
0: advantage on my ethnicity that I've never... But you'll
1: still you'll still I'm age sure, i'm sure
0: aging yeah no for sure you still
1: i mean the sun I, I has harmful look. rays in it
0: no yeah yeah. even
1: when you're inside you should wear sunscreen because
0: the it'll come through the window the, the bounce
1: yeah mm-hmm. so um yeah
0: i i know it gets going stressed out i yeah <laughs> Okay, so it has changed it. Or you already knew all this prior? Or I know. I
1: mean, I so learned it, it, it. A lot of this, life. so you, you can learn that? if you just. I mean, the internet is a wonderful resource, and
0: yeah.
1: you can learn a lot by reading. So I don't feel like going to esthetician school per se. Um, you can learn
0: a lot by reading. You can learn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you really can, the and um, yeah, That's I,
0: great.
1: I think that yeah, the the biggest like nuggets that I took that I know and live by, you can learn.
0: No, I'm sure. I mean that's you don't have to go to esthetician school. No, for sure, yeah. for sure. But you
1: do have to list it like when, I, I, if I had a, a client come back to me and, and take my advice and then their skin improved, it was so satisfying.
0: Yeah. And I'd be like See? I mean that's the difference between going and reading and putting being it involved is like, yeah. oh, you actually see what works. I and did, and, yeah. You know, I would have regulars
1: come back to me and be re- like, reinforce yeah, your, yeah,
0: belief system.
1: <laughs> I did also learn that most people want a quick fix. They want to buy a product always, always. to, yeah, and which is like you're you're spending money. You already have something very similar of this. You you don't need five different moisturizers. You get one. You just need a very simple routine and its consistency. That makes the consistency, consistency and really consistency is key in everything, isn't yeah, it?
0: consistency is key.
1: So, in skincare,
0: well, too. Well, because that's, that's with anything, though. Yeah. It's how do I lose all this weight? It's like, um, just, I want my quick fix. What yeah. do I do? It's like, no, actually, if you just simply Can change. I eat ashwagandha? <laughs> <laughs> Can I? But how do I lose the weight yeah. and still keep up my same drinking? Yeah, and also, exactly. It's like, well, actually, maybe. Have you thought of it?
1: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say that strength training is the best way to lose weight um, as opposed to doing cardio. I think people think, like, I'm just going to do so much cardio. And honestly, when I do strength training, I get in shape so much faster. Your body is just a better. It all It all, it all yes. goes in the right places. That's what... You're using your whole body.
0: I, I wish I had. Maybe, I don't know if you... you a uh, what's it called not like like a reference or a uh, because i've heard that recently as well where there's like a study done on what the most effective workout for longevity and the human body health is and it is strength strength training training.
1: when i was running my china company i was staying in shape because i was carrying dishes up and down these stairs it was such a good workout cardio is great for your health but not I would not use that to lose weight. Mm-hmm. When I was going to the YMCA and squatting, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, so fast. And then and you're building muscle, that's the thing like the more muscle you have on your body, the more calories your body burns because muscle takes mm-hmm. more. So you want to build that muscle,
0: you want to be, and then you can eat.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can eat as much as Metabolism, you if You have a ton right? of muscle. It's going to take a lot of calories to maintain, so you you still get to eat. It's a win-win. <laughs> Great, yes. Yeah. Perfect, there you go. <laughs> All
0: right, we're solving a lot of people's know, problems today.
1: I know, Listen, I Listen, I believe that if everybody listened to me, Mm. Their lives have be you other. thought
0: about life coaching? Uh uh-uh. <laughs> Is that okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought of no. I I figured I'd be a great life coach, but um. Anyway, uh, other quick thing. I guess this is more talking about the future. Okay. We are in. We're currently in June, twenty twenty-one. Yeah. And L.A., I heard, well, it's kind of, it's opened up, I don't think it's fully, I, th- I heard the mask mandate's going to be lifted soon, too. I don't think
1: in L.A. it will. Maybe. California? I don't know. Gavin Newsom just came on yesterday or something and said heard... that we're still, California is not like okay. back to normal. I, was, I didn't.
0: For some reason, I, somebody said it and oh, I okay. didn't look it up.
1: Yeah, they said that, yeah, I saw mask yeah. mandate well, re- June regardless, 15th.
0: Because um, I got back in the town, I was gone for six weeks in into New Mexico, into the tiny 1,000 population town. Where it is, seemed
1: like COVID didn't
0: exist? Well, no, it existed there too. I mean, everybody was good about that oh, for the most part too. But I was able to leave LA still in kind of heightened COVID state. And right. when I got back a month and a half yeah. later, everything was open. Yeah. And it was weird and cool Mm -hmm. but like i came back with my cousin and we ended up um he's not from la so i was able to like take him to the beach and show him some stuff and actually take him to a restaurant okay and it was the hustle bustle yeah wide open
1: everybody's out
0: and it was weird because everybody like most people were without masks in the street yeah and then when you go in the restaurant you demask to sit so there was like this weird middle ground of like You walk up to the, uh, the 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 people. Who are the people that greet you? The greeters, the, the host. Yeah. And the 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 security guy is like, "Hey, mask up." So you mask up to talk oh, to the. They do. And then you go and sit, and then you take your mask off. Okay. There. Yeah. So it was that brief little section, but otherwise it seemed like it goes back to normal yeah I
1: try to we've gone to a couple restaurants and I try to keep my mask up when the servers come to the table because they're Mm. wearing their masks and I don't know if they've been vaccinated I mean they have to be there um but I uh we we're vaccinated so I feel like I feel like we're safe now yeah I trust the science I trust the I trust the medicine and and everything and so I think we're fine um, but it, uh, yeah, it definitely does take some adjusting. Like, it'll feel weird to go into Target and not wear a mask, or it's just gonna feel uh, yeah, weird to be, be with. weird. And people are like out too. Like, I didn't like crowds before, and now people are so itching to get out. I almost went to the Pasadena flea market yesterday because I need a rug. I, this is like a temporary rug, okay. this little one. Um, I need a bigger rug for this area. So I thought I would go, and then I put it on my Instagram. Because I knew somebody would answer. I was like, should I go? And somebody sent Mm. me a screenshot, and they were like, no, don't come. We are currently in a mile-long traffic to get in. I've never seen it like that. It was a mile back just to get into one of the entrances. They just want to go. Everybody's going to be out for a long time. I don't know. It's like,
0: it's going to be. Oh, shucks. All right. Uh-huh. Sorry. Yes? Yes.
1: It's just gonna be weird for a while and crowded, and that's also not like my jam. So, so I
0: don't know. So with all that being said, now that things are opening up, yeah, air quotes. I don't know. Yeah. Um. What are you looking? What's What are you most excited about? With uh, we're halfway through the year. Oh yeah. We still have half of 2021 to go. We're yeah. already halfway through the year.
1: I'm really excited to travel. Mm. Um, we took a little trip to Desert Hot Springs recently and stayed at this. Oh, it was just magic. Um, and we originally, I had sold my business and we had a mm. plan to go to Europe. It was actually like the entire thing was booked from train tickets to rental cars, mm. all the hotels, every detail. Mm. And the pandemic squashed that so yeah. and i've never been i've never been out of the country okay, um i've okay. traveled within the states quite a bit but um yeah never yeah, been yeah, to, yeah yeah so hopefully at some point we'll do something we can, like that fire up those yeah. plans again but yeah. i i kind of want to do some theater mm. some live mm. theater mm. i hope that by the end of the year it sounds like a helicopter I hope that by the end of the year, um, theaters will be happening again.
0: Yeah. Um, I saw a friend post about a live in-person concert. Oh, wow. In L.A. Yeah, that that's, still seems so weird to me. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> are you sure that's happening?
1: We have to go to the movie. We have to see um, Ooh, Quiet Place too. i mm-hmm. uh, Chase is excited for Dune
0: oh okay. that's a ways I, away yeah it's like I november think it's the, or something oh is it really i thought it was in the summer oh, it was
1: a christmas movie um uh, oh okay
0: and oh, i want to yeah, see Quiet place, place that was held that.
1: specifically so that we could see it in the theater so we have great to go theater
0: experience yeah
1: and i want to have my um reese's pieces in the popcorn That's what i do that's at gonna the theater. So
0: nice. that's it's gonna so be so nice it's going be so
1: nice yeah
0: so yeah. do you have plans to go to that, or are you gonna? Yeah,
1: we'll you, go. I'll make sure that we'll go. It's just I don't know. I don't. I don't <laughs> trust people.
0: So you're it's vaccinated. hard.
1: It's fine. I know. I know. It's, it's just fine. hard. It's hard to get in that mindset. It's but yeah, more, we'll go.
0: We'll it's, go. What's more of like I've already seen. Uh, I follow some YouTube channels that follow mu- movie news and stuff. Okay. And, and I, I know uh, she was covering. Um, people were turning to the theater and sharing their horror stories already of like the the classic old stuff of, yeah. like you're in a theater and the person in front of you gets on their phone it's either the people talking oh, or the people with their shoes and shoes off and their feet are up like shoes off yeah shoes off socks off like you know just bare feet oh, wow with their feet you because know, people are so maybe.
1: So you're very comfortable at home. about
0: the lounging and yeah. saying, like, "This is my space. Kick it I'll kick them off." Well, all the AMC theaters
1: now have those reclining seats where you don't need to be putting. Oh, I don't think there's even space, but yeah, yeah it might have been That's specific weird to kick your shoes off. off. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't. I get real mad at people at the theater. They talk. They um, they're just not very courteous of like. we would never go to opening weekends and we would never go see a show on the weekend we were doing that amc like Stubbs pass where it was like 20 dollars. and if you go to like the theater in the burbank mall Mm -hmm. the one inside the mall is very like a small theater and there's very few people there if you go on like a matinee in the middle of the week so we always try to avoid the crowds anyway
0: I love opening weekend. Though.
1: Oh, well, for the big
0: boys, like the, the I'm I, a big I'm a big Marvel fan, yeah. so I love the experience because only the Marvel, the Marvel.
1: I'm gonna ruin this for you, but do you ever think of like mass shooters in the theaters now? No. Oh, I I constantly do. In Every time we go to a theater, to... especially if it's well, because there was like a shooting in the theater, um, for the Batman movie. Remember? That was like um, one of the mass shootings that happened. Um, I feel was like the it a
0: Joker mask? Were they representing?
1: I don't know what they were. It... They just took the opportunity to go to a crowded opening weekend
0: yeah. to kill people.
1: I'm, so, I'm just so paranoid well, being we're, in we're crowded spaces. We're definitely in the
0: wrong town for uh, opportunities for crowds. I know. I know. I, yeah. Even if
1: I'm going through, like, downtown L.A., I'm like, or i got to get out. Or, or the
0: farmer's market that you just referred to with the mile-long...
1: Oh, the Pasadena flea yeah, market. Yeah, the flea market, yeah, not the farmer's that's market. that's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't, well, I don't even so think I,
1: about outdoor events. Yeah, I guess that does happen. So
0: I try not to... Yeah, Live in fear. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. I was more thinking, I thought maybe you were referring to... I always kind of thought the masks would encourage more people with anonymity with yeah. like you have an excuse to wear a beanie and a you mask. had to wear
1: the mask into the bank that's like a, yeah, a bank like, robber's dream right like, how do
0: you just not sh- shoplift every store you're in right. they, nobody's gonna yeah I don't know. I guess there's never been a Also, problem. I wondered
1: if people, like, would buy alcohol because nobody asked me to pull my mask down when I would give them their my ID. So, like, if you have your older <laughs> sibling's ID.
0: It's a perfect perfect opportunity. That would, so
1: if you didn't do it, you've missed out, kids. You can
0: still do it. There's still a chance. <laughs> there's still time there's still to
1: time. live rebelliously.
0: Um, Great. So you're excited about that, traveling and movie theaters. Great. Any more chances? Any more baby showers coming up oh, or anything like that? I hope,
1: I hope not for a while. Okay. Well, I've hosted a lot of showers and I'm kind it's just. It's, we don't have
0: to host it to go to it though. Oh, or, I'm
1: never, I'm always the host.
0: Okay, you don't just get invited. That's a bummer. No. It's also nice.
1: I haven't been invited to one. Well, they're like, if they're close friends or family, I think it's kind of assumed that I will. And I also offer myself to do it. I do like to I do like to do it but then Is I get it, myself into it and it's like so much work.
0: But you've experienced it without being a host though. Yeah, like yeah, when I was but a kid. More, as yeah. an adult.
1: Yeah, I think I went to like maybe one baby shower as yes. an adult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. It's kind of nice to not have the responsibility. Oh, yeah. To to I the love the
1: going to weddings. I think they're so much fun, especially not having to plan them or work at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I love these things. They're just not, I don't know. And also in our circle of friends, there's not a lot happening in the way of like weddings and babies. That's great. Everybody's like an actor. Everybody's, you know. Everybody's hustling. Not, trying yeah, I to think not, if we lived in the Midwest, I'd, pr- I'd probably be going to like 10 baby showers uh, a year. That'd be the life. That, that would be it, yeah. That's,
0: that's life at that I've point. Chosen a
1: different path.
0: So I guess just to close us off, I don't know you've lived here in this area in this yeah. specific apartment for a long time me i'm hoping to find my new foundation i'm looking for a new spot to live in the uh, in july and hopefully at least okay and start start my new foundation in a, in a new spot i've moved a lot yeah since i've been here
1: i did too i moved every year for the first like yeah. Several years.
0: Yeah, I've had a very specific last few months where I've done a little bit of I did I done a little couch little surfing. little bouncing around, yeah. And a little couch and, uh, and I'm excited to get some solid roots yeah. going again. But it is difficult to know. I don't know. It's always I don't know how you guys found this spot or or what or. The...
1: Oh, I think at the time it was like not as crazy, and I think it's really bizarre that like even during the pandemic rent prices haven't gone down. They're still insanely expensive. It's still like just It's uh,
0: the same. It's it's the same. Nothing
1: has changed. Yeah, it's crazy. I did I did put on social media, um, the we had a very crazy story where I I spend hours on like Zillow and Redfin and like Mm -hmm. those are like home sites. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um and I just waste time because I can't even afford like a $200,000 house like that just doesn't even exist here maybe in the Midwest but I just you know I I like to dream and I went on and I found this house that was on Toluca Lake there is we're into Toluca yeah, lake but yeah. there is also like an actual little lake where really nice houses surround yeah, so it's a private lake yeah. and um this house is five million dollars and i was like that's my house this is the one i want why am i trying to like go
0: for the two fit into a
1: price range that i don't even have a budget for you know what i mean i would like set a cap at like can i find a seven hundred thousand dollar house we don't even have that we can't buy a house for that so why not dream big so anyway found it I was like this is beautiful and then I saved it and I was like I'm gonna stop wasting my time doing that because that's the house I'm gonna envision and you
0: check up on it pretty frequently or
1: um no I I just closed it I was just like I have it in my mind okay and I have it saved but I'm not gonna go back because it will I'll start looking at other houses. Okay. So I woke up the other day and I told Chase about the house. I, I wanted a croissant from Luz, the French on the Block, which uh-huh. is in Toluca Lake, one of the best croissant places in the world. Oh, he's French. Oh. He's, he's French. The real deal. He's yeah. the real deal. So we went and got a croissant and then we took a walk around the neighborhood. But when we were getting in the car, I told Chase because he knows I have this habit and I was like, I found our dream house and it's five million dollars.
0: you drove by it?
1: No, listen, even crazier. Oh, I, okay. I, I just told him, I said, so I'm gonna stop wasting time but we're gonna have this house. I just have a good feeling about it. So we went and got our croissant and then we went on a little walk around the neighborhood and he kind of led the way and he was like, oh, do you want to go down this street, this street, this street? Oh, okay. We wound up in front of this house that I was like, oh, oh, I would love to have this house. I just point at random houses and say like, oh, this would be a great house. I'll buy that one someday. Someday sure, we'll have it." Sure, sure, And then I was like, there's something familiar about this house. Oh my gosh, this is the house. There's a lake on the other side. We went around and you could see Toluca Lake. I had, I've never known where the actual lake was. Um, yeah. I thought it was like in a gated community, but you can walk up to those houses. Anyway, I was like, this is the house that I just told you about 20 minutes ago. So either Chase is a witch, or it's meant to be, oh, okay. and it was a sign. And I think it, I think it was a sign. There's a
0: little bit of uh, some telepathy or some sort of like energy transfer guidance yeah. that you probably.
1: But consciously... I didn't know where it
0: was, well,
1: you, and you, he didn't you know where it, where it was. I didn't know where I didn't know where the lake was. I thought it was down, <laughs> like. I have an idea in my mind of where I thought the lake was. Sure, sure. I didn't realize it was as close as it is. Okay,
0: so you saw it and it was beautiful, and, and you, I think you made some calls. No, I didn't make any it. call.
1: That's like part two, which you, hopefully you, you I'll put,
0: you put on your. I'll have a follow up. You, you dressed up as a millionaire, yeah. and You dropped in. Oh, and I'd
1: like to take a tour.
0: <laughs> scoffed at some of the decor. Like, they didn't oh.
1: even have a for sale sign. I think it's empty right now, and I don't know. I think it's been for sale for a while. So anyway, I think it was a sign I think good things are gonna happen this year, and I'm gonna have it's, my it's nice five million dollar house.
0: It's nice to have the site set.
1: <laughs> yeah, dream big so and you'll find your place and we're yeah, So we'll I don't
0: I just don't even know what part of town routes. I want to be in so this is just
1: North Hollywood, I feel like is where all the artists end up it migrating like
0: a Nice, a nice central kind of area yeah. it's it's for. It's be, yeah for gigs and yeah. Just be like, all right, everything's kind of close. It's like long. ten
1: minutes on the freeway to get into Hollywood. I mean, if there's like something happening and the, or there's like traffic, it can take longer. But oh, of course, it it is really central. We're right by all the studios in Burbank, and if you're leaving LA, our families both live north of here, so we just like hop on the freeway. We're at the top of LA; you don't have to fight through traffic to get out. So
0: yeah. <laughs> Great. So
1: you'll move here and I'll move into that house.
0: Oh, okay. That sounds great, too. It <laughs> well, sounds like years away. but sure. I can
1: leave you this apartment and I'll leave you some decor.
0: Just as is? Decor. Oh, oh, yeah okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. I know you've got, I'm excited to hear about the, I guess, how the meetings go. Yeah. Or what what comes with that? I'll keep fingers crossed. I'll
1: show you the teaser. I'll send it to you. Oh, okay,
0: that'd be that'd be sweet. Um, and I, I think okay, yeah. So so very last, of course, this is the chance to where if people want to follow you.
1: Oh, yeah. On
0: Instagram or whatever, what's yeah. your what's your tag or what are in your handle?
1: Yeah, um, it's it's B-Lynn Darwin on everything. B l y n n Darwin but I might change it soon so find me find me fast oh, yeah. I'm sure you can all
0: see you have a website I have a Twitter
1: too. I have a yeah but that's gonna change too it's brooklyndarwin.com it's gonna um, it'll probably be brook darwin okay it's available did you look oh I don't know I didn't look. Right, well, we'll see. when I did a google search for brook darwin um, a cartoon dragon came up mm, <laughs> I think mm. it's like a character in some some animated show okay I don't know. But, all right. Yeah. So
0: for now. For
1: now, it's Brooklyn Darwin, and all my social media is at B-L-Y-N-N Darwin.
0: All right. Beautiful. All right. Well, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah. for coming to me. Yeah, for sure. Happy to be here. And uh, all right. Cool. bye Bye-bye. <laughs>